0: Holder. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday, the 5th of July 2015. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess, Woo, and Robert Kemp.
1: <laughs> you remember that one, that I did remember thing. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what is that the response to Woo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that was just Rob's sound effect that was going to be in every podcast, Weep. apparently.
2: <laughs> Well, you know, it's one of those things that I forgot to make a thing, as yes.
0: I always do. Well, you want it to it be in to... every podcast at some point, or do you want it to be at the start every time? Because that's going to get boring. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> considering Rob's normal amount of sounds that he manages to make at the end of the
2: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, I like to think it's reasonably varied.
0: <laughs> I concur. <laughs> the variability of it is reasonable.
2: Take bets now on <laughs> which genre of Rob noise I will be making next.
0: Variety, that's the word I was looking for, right. variability.
2: But that's, that's probably also true. Yep, Although true. variability implies that I stick to trying to make the same sound but fuck it up continually. Do you think? Like in new and imaginative ways each
0: time. How can you fuck up <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe
0: I just did. Well, there you go. Well,
2: actually, like, it's supposed to be like whir for some reason, but like on, on, on the last video we recorded, there's a bit of sound of us going for no reason.
0: Is this the end of the end of the final Final Fantasy VII episode thirty? No, actually, no.
2: This was in the one I recently coded up, which is uh, Zach and mm. I played a played a run of Binding of Isaac, which ah, will awesome. be probably next to go up the site if I can't fix what's going on with the stupid last part of Sonic Adventure that we did. I'm having real issues with the sound. Site news.
0: <laughs> site news. Check out all our crazy videos on our YouTube channel, featuring not me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> You've been in... <laughs> One, two.
0: <laughs> I really want to be in some. Next time I'm over, I will be... Well, the thing yeah, is, it takes ages to do a podcast and the video. Like, that's a whole yes. afternoon, easily. That's so, why we
2: do the videos on the non-podcast weeks, usually. Well, yeah, yeah, it depends. If you, if you, you, what you have to do is make sure you come here on a week which is not a podcast week. <laughs> and then true. we do videos.
0: I can plan that. That's my guess.
1: Or we just actually... Do a video and podcast
2: if we can be bothered. But no. that's the trouble. I mean, Zach and I have done that on occasion, but it is quite a lot of bothering.
3: Yeah, A lot of bothering. Yes. A
2: lot of bothering.
0: 30. 30. <laughs> 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 that's me now. And me and you, Rob. Zach's it's, it's yep. like the last one.
2: Just Zach uh, to catch up. All right, Hurry up, there. Hurry up. You, get, you have to get married before that. <laughs> I have to get married exactly the... Oh, no, yeah, it is before. Yeah. i it's not quite exactly the same time.
1: I might still technically be at your wedding when it becomes my birthday.
2: This is true. <laughs> this is true. That might, that might happen. Although we've got to kick the DJs out before that.
0: Right? <laughs> I know this makes me a terrible person, but I literally, I literally do not remember a single person's birthday except my own, I don't think. I don't know. I, my, I don't know my own f- closest families. Like I know vaguely, I know the month or something, but I don't know the dates of any of them. I never memorized them. None at all. No.
2: I got them. It took me many a year of like actually consciously trying to remember dates before I got even remotely capable. <laughs> like I can now sort of. I can pretty much remember my immediate family. Not so bad now. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've managed. I've managed to get Naomi down. That's fine. No, that's good. That's uh, vital. I, I, would, I would have hell to pay. Yeah, um, exactly. But outside of that, I start to struggle. Zach is the only one I can remember past that because obviously his birthday was our Wi-Fi password for so long. So there no oh, is no in my memory. Know. That is head
0: exactly true. <laughs> I think you guys usually remember my birthday, but I don't remember yours exactly when it. I know vaguely the month, but I don't. When is it? Yeah,
2: Zach? I'm getting better. What your
1: birthday? No, yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's wrong Ron, uh day after Ron's wedding. There you oh, go.
0: great! That helps. That
1: would help you remember for this year.
0: Yeah. Okay. That will be that will be good for one year. Yeah. That will help actually. That will genuinely help.
2: Well, it would. Yeah, that would generally help if we have to organise crazy. I don't know if we end up having a like a five-year anniversary party then you can remember well the party will probably be on the day before Zach's birthday
1: <laughs> yeah, so if you decide to, uh, to make sure you have wedding anniversaries every year then that will solve that problem you'll be able to remember my birthday by just remembering it being the day after your wedding anniversary
0: exactly <laughs> is this why you chose this date I
2: don't know actually well, I'll probably remember it the other way round. actually like don't tell me all that. that
0: what is the day before Zach's birthday yeah, yeah. convenient but
2: then if That's you how go- it works. It's whatever memory got in your head first. You then base the other memories from that.
0: That's true. Everything is based on deltas. <laughs> exactly. Don't store the whole information again. We can just store a diff.
2: It's the, uh, it's the meaning of
3: change. That is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> literally, <laughs> literally the meaning of the change. change.
0: <laughs> this is what these politicians are trying to say every time they try to get voted into office. It's, we
2: just, we it's just real need
0: change. It's the meaning of change.
2: So what we need to do is commit a change log, and then uh, we'll be good, right? That's how. That is actually basically what the government is,
0: right? The 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 law is like a long, a long commit history to a single document, right? Which Mm. (laughs) which tells you how society should function in this uh, in this particular nation.
2: And so, leading up to an election, everyone creates their own branch. Right? Yep. And then and then the winning party sort of eventually gets to merge bits gets in. Gets to merge
0: their changes in if they're lucky, yeah. And then they have to revert other people's changes as well. <laughs> That's pretty much how it works.
2: Yeah, politics is software development.
0: <laughs> Lols.
2: There we go. We've cracked it, guys. We've cracked it. <laughs> we're saved.
0: Well, I haven't managed to crack the software development part yet, so <laughs> I don't know how we're going to crack the freaking world with a big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you're going crack well with a big spoon. <laughs> like an egg. Is that what you're thinking? That, that, that was the image Do you that just was crack it head, on yes. the side of a, like a, of the pan before you drop Actually, it? You know
2: in? what? Here's a question, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. When you're eating a hard-boiled egg... Right, this may depend on whether you... <laughs>
1: that like you said large-boiled egg.
2: Large-boiled <laughs> egg. Large-boiled. Boiled. <laughs> you boiled it large. Right, like a large-boiled egg. Okay. But yeah, a large-boiled egg. You've got right. one of those, somehow. And and you put it in a egg cup, right? And you're about to have, like... Well, I say not hard, sorry, soft-boiled egg. You're yeah, about okay. to do the dippy eggs and soldiers thing. Yeah. Right. What's your plan of attack on the top of the egg? Are you a, a top masher, or are you attempts to be a side slicer? With your teaspoon,
0: I think I'm a side slicer, or I go I just around. Need a knife. <laughs> no, you oh, that that's, that's, that's <laughs> right, I see you. Because I admit, I, inter- uh,
2: I, go I go admit, I change. I sort of, like, and I'm not convinced by either approach.
0: I don't think like there a, is a best way necessarily.
2: It's like if you mash the top, like then your side, sli- your subsequent side slice is possibly made slightly easier by the uh, destruction of the area you're about to slice. But then you end up with more shards of shell to deal with. Um, and you probably can't cave out the bit that you've cut off for that little extra bit of egg. <laughs> Whereas if you go for the side slice, it's probably a little bit more difficult to actually, you know, get it to cut properly. It's true. And you might end up with larger, more inconvenient shards, but they're larger. There's fewer of them to deal with. Decision of decisions, decisions. But now,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to. I am now googling boiled egg etiquette, <laughs> which came up as like a auto suggest. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> right. as I was typing it, I know
1: that's going to be more about soldiers than
0: yeah. You know, well, what did the, the what did, like? this is what the Guardians say? Okay, they say. <laughs> the only sensible way to take the top off an egg, the pointy end, not the fat bottom, <laughs> is by giving it a smart crack with the blade of a knife, the one you use the butt of the toast, then cutting smoothly through the incision to a depth around a centimetre usually that allows you to insert a roughly index finger width piece of toast into the yolk. Using a teaspoon, the top should then be smoothly scooped out in one movement, placed on a corner of a piece of toast, sprinkled with salt, please no pepper, and eaten first. As oh, a kind they've of helped, <laughs> I don't know. That's what they're saying.
3: Oh, dear me. Crack uh, the shell with a knife. So, so, and horizontal so is it, yeah. Yeah, so it a horizontal motion. Yeah, so it's about knives. I was the, right all along. Yeah, I got it right. <laughs> so
2: basically, what they're saying is, is don't let your guests crack their own eggs or whatever. Like, you know, so Because so, presumably, if you're serving it, your toast is already buttered, right? Like, not necessarily. You
1: might have. I mean, well... I guess in a
2: hotel you'd have your individual butter packets or whatever. I guess for each person. Well, it depends what kind of hotel you're in. If it's a fancy one, they might like bring it out to you as a dish. I don't think you want to pre-butter toast because like,
3: yeah. the like period
2: that the butter stays on the toast can vary, and that makes it dodgy. Well it's not like I go to then eat it like separately. It's not like I take butter with me when I'm getting out of the kitchen to eat my dippy eggs and soldiers. Because like every meal I eat, it's in front of the table. Yeah. So I'm not going to bring the butter with me. Because so. even though you have a table that's about two feet from your kitchen, no one ever eats there. No, that's the guest table. That's when we're like having having, having grown-up dinner parties, darling. Or d and D, I I guess.
1: Yeah, all, yeah, all of that. The one or two times we ever did that. did <laughs> that one twice, didn't we? We tried to, but... I think we managed about
0: three. <laughs> I've only done it once, but that was great. It was a great little um, uh, situation. Single encounter. Like it? Yeah. it was a single encounter. Scenario. It was a good one. And it had a dumb puzzle at the end that Zach made that was yeah. that I, that I solved. That was hilarious.
1: Well, it had a dumb puzzle before the other puzzle. It had the really dumb puzzle, and then the slightly less dumb <laughs> slightly less dumb puzzle, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we should probably do that again, but it's probably quite a lot yeah. of work for you, Zach, isn't it? <laughs> Well, we
1: haven't run the actual we can like carry demonstration on. one that's in the box, right. We tried to do that
2: with with Rick and Jerry, mm. but we didn't get anywhere into it really. Didn't we complete like the first fight or something? And yes, then it's like and now, now the adventure begins, and it's like, oh wait, no, we're, can we do something else. Yes, <laughs> that was basically how that went
1: that's the problem we just don't have when we actually have multiple people here like when dan comes here we don't have enough time to do all these things no, that's like true. if we want to make a video or a
2: podcast that takes up the whole time <laughs> we have time for dungeons and dragons but then there's a, there's a star wars to watch yes there's that too. <laughs> we still haven't
0: watched jedi i can't believe it now i've seen no? empire like in at secret cinema as well in between so i'm like <laughs> yeah. doubly ready to watch jedi Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: we've got Freaking to do e-box. it before the before, before the new one comes out, comes uh, out. Yes, yeah so we've got to
0: do that jeez <laughs> And oh no! And we have to watch the that Jedi is probably the worst double fucked version, isn't it? its is the worst change in the most recent changes. set. <laughs> yes. Right?
3: Well,
2: yeah. The ending was always kind of bad, anyway. Like, well,
0: the ending was bad no. in a
2: different way from the way it's bad now. That, which one? Which which one's that, the worst ending? All I remember is Ewok Party.
1: Yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's that was why the original one. But right. I haven't okay, seen that yeah. for a long time. I don't. No. Can you even watch that? Is that is that in one of the unfucked editions that's online or something that Possibly. you can find? Because there's a despecialized edition that someone's been working on, or a bunch of people have been working on.
1: They basically cut out. Well, there was the first edit where they, they where they like severely shortened the Ewok party, and then it just had a bunch of random panoramas from other places. Yeah. Where it's like, that's, that's oh, here's the party different. at Cloud City, and yeah, the and they and changed all the, the one. Music, think, right? That's the one yeah. I think I've seen.
0: That's the yeah, one you'll have seen, yeah. Yeah, I mean they haven't changed that much since then like for the DVD they replaced the actor for Anakin Skywalker with like Hayden Christensen for no reason even though like yeah. the ghosts of the other Jedi who have died are like old and he suddenly becomes young when he's a, like a Jedi ghost because I guess that's the last time he was like really a good person or something yeah that know. was like he
1: was the last time he was a Jedi rather than right like... uh, yeah, yeah. But, that,
0: but that's still dumb yeah <laughs> um, I think that's the only thing they really changed since then but the thing that's really screwed in the new new version is the is the 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 moment when Darth Vader kills the Emperor, right? Which they somehow managed to totally screw up. So, Do you know well, about this? Yeah, I, I
2: don't. I don't know.
0: They add in a no. I did know
2: What the no? The no. They added another yeah. no. It they added
0: a no. no. Which totally ruins it. Anyway, that's a weird thing to decide. Really to weird. Add. Really weird. Like he can't no. leave one enough no. Anyway, never mind. Yes,
2: maybe they, yeah, there weren't enough cheesy cliches in the in the film that perhaps created a, t- a ton of the cheesy cliches. But they, they were thought, just, well, oh, let's <laughs> add some more back in. They were just trying to do a like a
1: callback because it's like the original no is because he thinks that his wife and child are dead, and in the new one, it's like his child is literally dying. So it's like
2: oh, subtle callbacks, except not at all subtle we in any way. Subtlet, yeah, and and because it's the proper way of watching it should it really be a callback at all <laughs> you know because you're supposed to watch that one said. <laughs> yeah it's just dumb because you can't you just can't watch them like order. 1, 2, 3 four, five, six, can you because that doesn't the, the first three so spoil the second three hmm. significantly yeah I guess or well, Isn't at least, at least three does I
3: guess yeah
2: one or two don't really matter <laughs> No, sure, but they—they, they, 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 you know, there's subtleties to how the like episodes four and five play out regarding the universe, for instance. That one and two kind of just assumes you know, right? Like, you know, the, the four and five kind of work as nice introductions, like with a slower pace that they have and things like that. And all of a sudden, one and two, like, yeah, this is Star Wars, you know this shit, right? Whey.
3: okay,
0: <laughs> Star Wars,
3: yeah. Star Wars,
2: Devil Fucked Edition. <laughs> i still love that as a name. I really wish that they just released it as <laughs> that. <laughs> the new DF. They couldn't call it Devil Fucked on the shelf, are <laughs> they? Obviously, but it's like now in Blu-ray DF. DF. <laughs> it's
0: better than HD. It's DF. <laughs>
2: it's HD DF.
0: <laughs> it truly is 4K DF. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, 4K DF. Surely that'd just be.
3: 4F, <laughs> like four times
0: fucked. Uh, by the time they get to a 4K edition, it will be triple fucked, that way.
3: the point.
2: If they if they tried to make a 4K upscale of Star Wars, like 4, 5, and 6, that's probably the limit at which. That's the limit. Like, yeah. The, like know, the film pro- it probably, probably anyway. actually won't be improved, will it? Because even if they rescan the film.
0: Yeah. Because I don't it think it probably so.
2: just wasn't isn't that great. Because I reckon they, they, a lot of the film rescans they've done, I think they actually did store it at 4K or mm. something like that. So chances are we'll get to see those. But I, I, I'd imagine that in the majority of cases, it's just going to be well, we're going to be able to see the every last bit of detail of film grain,
0: pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm. delicious film grain.
2: Films. That was the highlight of Glastbury then. Did you see I, Kanye?
0: I did see Kanye West. Oh my <laughs> that god. That was fun. Um, that
2: you seemed know, like the most ridiculous sort of.
0: What the hell were people expecting? It's supposed to be ridiculous. It's Kanye West. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean... but,
2: but like, you expect him to put on a show, not throw the toys out the pram.
0: I did. He didn't do that. He did put on a show, come on. It, throwing the toys out of the band was last year at Wireless, where he wore a chainmail mask and ranted at the audience for 20 minutes without playing a song. He didn't do that. Oh, sure, that's yeah. true. He, he, he came on, and he had the spectacular light show thing, um, which I thought looked super cool, like in person or whatever, the, the lights, although he yeah, was it kind blo- of... It
2: just bloomed out on telly, so I didn't know if there was anything more to it. So it was... <laughs> right,
0: did it, okay. Because mm. it looked really dramatic, and it kept moving as well. It was like a huge bank of lights and not only it would go up and down and it also tilted or whatever so like on his first song it was really low down and then it looked super cool but then he immediately after the first song was like okay dudes you got to raise this up because i'm gonna jump on the next song and i'm gonna break my fucking head open <laughs> <laughs> typical kanye fashion and so they're like yeah okay they moved it up and moved it around and stuff and that stuff was cool and like he fucked around as well he was like oh but the thing is you expect him to do something stupid right So, or or to muck around the audience. So at one point he's like, yo, let's reset. All the lights shut off. Everything goes dark for like three minutes or something. And then he reappears on like a cherry picker and goes over the crowd. Like that was on my side as well. So he kind of went over us and stuff. That was pretty cool. So it was Um, all planned. All the fuckery was planned. (laughs) You reckon? Yeah.
2: Because I didn't see all of it, admittedly. So I didn't see the moments where people were all like, Apparently it happened more than once, didn't it? Where he like reset effectively, but like, let's do that again. And I fucked it up or something. Well, then, he had like... to do it the,
0: fir- one, the first time there was an idiot stage invader, like that idiot oh, yeah, comedian, yeah, yeah. Lee Plus Nelson or whatever. So he managed yeah. to pull that. But that second time was like definitely on purpose. Um, and then he did some weird shit. Like he, uh, at the end he sang, he he played fricking bohemian rhapsody or whatever. Um, and Dan forgot the words. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> And then, um, and then which he is says a something in dumb, which I'm sure he must have. Those words aren't that common, no, they're not that complicated. <laughs>
2: Everyone knows what he <laughs> means, yeah. Do you, are you
0: Maybe 100% not sure you Americans. Can
1: know exactly <laughs> every single word the correct
2: word? <laughs> Okay, admittedly, there may be a couple of bits where I don't actually know what the real word is, <laughs> yes. potentially, but you yes, know, I'd but make a was, like so was close enough.
0: <laughs> it, it wasn't like the actual, I see a little silhouette of a man, it wasn't that bad, I didn't get that far, it was just, oh, okay. the, it was just, mama, just kill the man, Ooh. that stuff yeah you can't get that too wrong bit of Kanye Oki is basically what we got um, and, uh, and then he said something which I'm sure he'd, he must have to think up the stupid things he's going to say like ahead of time so he can cause the maximum idiotic headlines so he said like
2: Let's break the internet twitter time
0: yeah yeah so he said like I'm going to say this right now because in 20 years 30 years 40 years I don't know if I'm going to be able to say it but you're going to be able to say that you just saw the greatest living rock star
3: Oh yeah. yeah, I did hear
0: about that. It. It's like, lol. He must have thought carefully about what to say that would piss people off the most. Uh,
2: yeah, at a, at a predominantly band-based festival,
0: <laughs> Ooh, rock-based festival. But the thing is, he has a point because, like, who the hell he he was the biggest headliner by far. Like, well, you know, the Who are freaking ancient, like seventy or whatever. And yeah. I don't think the Foo Fighters are an exciting band. They didn't even play, though, of course, because he broke well, his yeah, leg. But, yeah. but I'm saying he, he, there aren't any true rock stars anymore. So that he's kind of got a point. Um, despite the fact that he is who he is and he's this weird character that is a selfish twat or whatever (laughs) i mean he has he has kind of a point and he is very talented like those some of those songs are really good he's a producer really i mean he's a really good producer i don't know if he's the best showman but he put on a good show with the lighting lighting and everything anyway that wasn't the best thing i saw definitely not but you know it was an experience um it's kind of what i expected so
2: so so it's a your
0: well, I really enjoyed it. top of the box. Well, I saw various things. So. I saw a lot of stuff, but I really liked Patty Smith because I'm a big fan of hers and stuff. And she was like 68 or whatever, and she was rocking like was rocking hardcore. Well, she she did all her like um more kind of I don't know downbeat stuff first, and then she mm. brought on the Dalai Lama onto the stage uh, of and made was him cut with the birthday cake. Her birthday cake and everything, and he gave a little talk, and that was good. And then she went into her rocking like 1975 horses album stuff, which is the amazing album. And she was like queen of, you know, queen of punk before punk really existed, basically. Uh, and, and, and she kept apologizing for her voice, but it was a lot freaking better than Roger Daltrey's. It was really good. And she was running around and, and she got electric guitar and like she did the most rock thing I saw there in the whole thing. It's like she, she, she was playing it and she pulled, pulled off every single string. Individually, like ripped wow. the strings off, okay, was playing funny. just the bottom string and ripped that off. And she was running around, and then she fell over as she was getting back up onto the stage. And then she went up to the mic and said, Yeah, I fell on my ass at Glastonbury because I'm a fucking animal. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, she is fucking cool. So that was really good. I really like that. But I saw this rapper from South London um called Kate Tempest. I'd never heard of her before. It was on a smaller stage, and she was really, really good. Like uh, she does, like spoken word poetry and stuff, um, mm. as well as like rap, and that was super cool because I didn't know what to expect with that. That's the thing you kind of want from Glastonbury isn't it? You go and see lots of things that you know. Like I saw Hot Chip, and that was great. And Caribou, Caribou, he did a a recorder solo. Oh,
2: I
3: actually saw that. Yeah, that was pretty cool.
0: So I was at the front for that. That was fun. I was with some of my friends, and they were like, they knew because he's he's actually like a a mathematician. He's got a doctorate from Imperial, I think. Right. Uh, it's, uh, his name's Dan Snaith, I think. So they were they were, we were in the audit shouting, Paging Dr. Snaith! <laughs> 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 anyway, that was pretty dumb.
2: That's really, that is pretty dumb.
0: I saw Young Fathers. <laughs> they were cool. In fact, I saw, you know, generally, I think The Rock was a bit... Rock is, like, It wasn't down. a rock show. No, yeah. it, it isn't. Would, but there's I'd no like good that. rock. Like, I saw The Quibs and they were shit. I mean... I mean, what
2: about, you know, we're we're slaves there or something like, you know, Royal Blood, I guess, are the only sort of the rockiest things I can think of at the moment. Right now.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't. Maybe I missed them or something. Maybe I just didn't go to the rock. I mean, I saw like indie pop. I saw Bell and Sebastian, who I love or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's not like a rock thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... there's, there's, There's a lot of... You know, I guess guitar groups about, but they're all fairly mellow at the moment, and they're yeah. all singing incredibly high-pitched. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't mind everything. Everything, for instance, but oh, but of,
0: I saw them; they were great. Yeah, really, cool. really good. But
2: but, they're, but they're, I still don't really count them as rock, right? You, no, you count them exactly. as kind It's of just,
0: just a good band. They've got electronic even elements and stuff, haven't they? Or, yeah. or keyboardy elements and stuff. Don't they? Everything. Just
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I love There's, how Scott Mills on Radio 1 describes them. They, whenever they come on, it's just like, oh, it's your favorite band. It's talking really fast, distant past.
3: Talking really
0: fast, really fast, distant past. <laughs> he, he basically looked, they had like matching outfits uh, and like robe type things. And he basically looked like a monk uh, in a like multicolor rainbow, orange, and pink. Uh, and he was strutting around the stage in this robe looking like a weird Jedi. It was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> no. I really enjoyed that. That was really good. brew. Yeah, it's fun. Definitely. You should go sometime, Rob, when you get a chance.
2: Yeah, maybe. Festival's just pissed me off, though.
0: Like, there was the a last... lot of people. Like, you think London is bad. Like, crowds. Yeah. Frickin' crowds. Jeez. I've had enough of crowds now. Like, wireless was actually really packed as well, so.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. I just get pissed off with crowds. That is all it is. It's just, like, I don't... It's... It wouldn't bother me so much if it wasn't that whole thing of people trying to get to the front and just shoving everyone out well, of the way and, yeah. not, and not even being polite about it. If they were That's like, the oh, sorry, can, can we just get through? And it's like, well, yeah, it doesn't really affect me in the grand scheme of things. Right. It's like this whole yeah. crowd is so massive that yeah, someone not going in front of, of me isn't going to change anything. I, but, I have you know, to say it's just the fact degree that
0: was not that yeah. bad for that. Like no. people were more chilled than your average crowd like that. But it is, all, it is crappy. Yeah.
2: Is that the weed pumped into the air?
0: uh Yeah, I mean, you could smell it going everywhere. I did walk past a, a policeman talking to a guy smoking weed, and the guy said, uh, "Do you want some?" And he was like, oh no, thanks. I'm on duty." <laughs> that's the sort of thing you only see say, Glastonbury. <laughs> that, that's amazing.
2: Yeah, dude, dude, seriously, like, just t- just take a break. This is this is the shit you should be on, right? <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Do you want a drag?"
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's a there's a but. lot of drugs. It is everywhere. Like, they? I don't know. I just look at people on drugs, and it's like you can tell because they have that like zombie look. Some of them when they're pushing through the mm-hmm. crowd, you can tell they're off their face sometimes. But even when it was like one of my my friends they're on MDMA or whatever, and it's like that doesn't look that fun to be honest. I don't know. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Thanks. ecstasy is like you just feel terrible afterwards for because you know because like. You know, life isn't as good as it was then. Whatever, <laughs> you know, that's just really depressing.
2: So your entire life then becomes a downer because yeah. you, don't have, you don't have pink unicorns and exactly. pyrovision.
0: Well, it doesn't give you that. It's not like psycho. <laughs>
2: what's it called?
1: Convenient <laughs> <a> segue wrong. <laughs> Have I,
2: have I finally
0: brought it back to games? Yeah, I was, waiting. I was like suing this whole
1: conversation being like, where can we fit a segue in here?
0: Oh, there's nothing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> there's yeah, nothing. no, Glass isn't music. about video games. I don't think there was any video game stuff there. There's no even sponsorship of anything. Like, everything is like uh, Oxfam or Greenpeace or mm. whatever, which is pretty cool for such a giant thing. The only like, sponsorship was EE, I think, because they were actually providing all the mobile reception in that valley. And you sure, think which you get kind of need. Yeah, you'd think you'd get fuck all reception, but I had better reception than I did in London. I mean it was amazing.
2: Yep, yeah, everywhere. That's what they do. And they that's had a thing name.
0: They, they had a tent where you could like get a little power bar thing and then you could swap out an empty one for a f for a full one. Um you know, those USB charger things. That's so you cool. do not have to wait to get your phone charged.
3: Yeah. That's a pretty neat
2: idea.
0: Yeah. But I'd already bought one of those things, so I didn't actually need... My phone didn't run out of battery I'll
2: tell you what was shit about it, though. Like, the shittest of the shit. And this is a common running theme now, is that the BBC doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. Like, its what? coverage was unbelievably bad. How so? Just like, well, they have an obsession, and it's been getting worse over the last many a year of present with presenters. Uh-huh. It's like they they think that people tune into these things to see... Because uh, what was it? It was a combination of Lauren Laverne, who I normally like. Um, I Joe like Wiley, her. who you know I hate. And, I'm, well, um,
0: it's not just... I thought it was me. I didn't realize it was you. I oh, was no, I'm a
2: real, I really don't like I,
0: Joe I Wiley. could never stand Joe <laughs> Wiley. I have a whole the thing, thing against so, Joe Wiley.
2: The thing is, is when I think you told me about it, I was in the phase where, oh, she's all right. And then actually I like, paid a, bit, right, paid a yeah. bit more attention to her and okay. realized exactly what she's doing. And she's a bit... The brown nosing. It's so brown.
0: I cannot stand It's the brownest so well. of noses. <laughs> yeah, she has the brownest nose ever.
2: Uh, and uh, I can't remember his name. Is it Mark something or rather? Oh, radio um,
0: six. Um, yeah, yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah. I'll remember sorry. it oh. in a sec. I saw him or whatever, watching but, something. Anyway.
2: But they would basically show, show one song. And then cut back to these guys yammering about uh, how great the atmosphere was for like three or four minutes, and then cut, cut back to one song. So it's like it's actually only fifty percent coverage of what's going on, and it's like this is
0: awful. That, that's really bad because the, the, the weird thing is that the coverage is actually amazing because we get. I got back from Glastonbury, and you go on the iPlayer, and there's a button oh, yeah, this that is says the there's a button that yeah. says full sets, and you can just watch basically every performance from start to finish, like everything yeah, this is, is, is the thing.
2: When it when it's doing yeah when it when it's not on main TV because the BBC is great it's like I've been trying to watch a bit of Wimbledon right and the the show in the evenings which apparently has been getting a lot of stick for being like the crappest thing they've ever done regarding like sports <laughs> like roundup shows like Wimbledon right. Today whatever it's called yeah. is exactly the same problem it's like let's see a cheesily produced VT rounding up some things and now let's cut to clear bolding and um, Tim Henman and Another random guest. Have a chat about it for another ten minutes. Yeah. Now let's see another VT, and it's just like this is not what I want. I want to see the highlights of games. I want, to see and stuff. The I want, yeah, I want to see like a match of the day two style thing. And I did say to like that, like actually they could learn a lot from match of the day two or match of the day one even because they do. <laughs> i don't know why i always default to two because um, they actually do a really good job of rounding out everything that happened but
1: well, actually match of the day two is arguably the worst one because they do manage to slip in a little bit of random bullshit
2: that isn't just the actual highlights of the football sure but they do actually show the football like rather than the close-up shots of tennis players like <laughs> grunting it's true and it's, it's just, but then I, then you actually watch like the games live and it's brilliant you know, it's the actual live coverage is fantastic. Like when they're yeah. when they're showing what they're supposed to be showing, it's it, it's the best.
0: Maybe they deserve to lose their freaking Olympic broadcast rights or whatever. Well,
2: <laughs> well the thing is they did, they did the Olympics very, very well. Yeah, they did. But they but still this trend is not good. <laughs> they're still moving presenter wise. I mean, yeah, it was noticeable in twenty twelve, it was uh, noticeable last year during the Commonwealth that they had moved more presentery. There were, you know, this—it's when there's events going on behind the guys just casually yammering about bullshit that it's like, no, just show me that, please. There's something happening behind you. So when did that change? Like, what? What? Do they, why do they think this is a good idea? What, like, research have they done that says this is what people want to see?
3: Well, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. Research, I, don't, I, don't, yeah.
2: I don't. I don't. I cannot, I just can't fathom where it comes from. Anyway, rant over. Yeah. Anyway, now Let's that you get you've your that segue. I, I fucked your segue, yeah. You ruined it, and then but, ruined it some more. Well, Team Fortress 2 is still good. No, it isn't. Oh, okay, there we go. That's the segue.
0: <laughs> Boom, what's Every, the news? Is, everything news. is bad, like, coming off of x
2: Let's
1: carry on. <laughs> so what What I haven't been playing in the classic
3: <laughs>
1: section of what I have not been playing, for a change, I haven't been playing Team Fortress. But there what's was a What's going on with
0: Team Fortress? There's a hey, Dan, big Dan, you haven't patch, said your right? line. Uh, No, I haven't. haven't. He knows that. That's true.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying, you haven't said your line. (laughs) It's not a catchphrase, it's a
0: line. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you want to say it? Go on.
2: It's a podcast about video games.
0: There you go.
2: I feel feel very weird. I feel like I've stolen something. do. So there's a TFT patch. So I saw they're basically...
0: Is it a named pretty... patch? A named update?
1: Well, well, you know, they always name their update, so yes. <laughs> but um, I don't no, know but what...
0: As in, like, a big deal, like the old days.
1: It's a... I'd call it a semi-big deal. There's one new Valve map ooh, and three community maps. Still, that's new maps in the official rotation. That's something. Yes. But the main thing about, about it is that they're basically trying to put CSGO into Team Fortress. <laughs> but, right. How? So... What they're doing is they're making a, like... It's a weird, like... Is it weapon skins? Well, yeah, it's weapon yeah. skins at the end. The end result is weapon skins. Right. And actually, that is my main problem with this whole thing, is that the weapon skins are the worst-looking skins I've ever seen! Like, <laughs> some of the ones in Counter-Strike are shitty, but yeah. it's like... I mean, the whole idea of gun skins in Counter-Strike is weird, in itself because yeah. it's like these realistic guns with these ridiculous glow skins on them <laughs> whereas a deep you it's like maybe they can get away with it but they've designed such shit skins they're all horrible looking and like they have like in character strike they have like battle scarred or whatever grades of skin
3: oh, yeah, yeah. and the,
1: and the well, fucked up versions up. of the skins look even worse because <laughs> they look bad to start with but then when they're all worn down they look even shittier so yeah that's my main problem with the patch the skins look terrible but like everyone else's problem with it is based. Apart from it being Counter Strike, is that
2: it's- presumably they're all paid for items as well, and it's like that.
1: Well, or no, a- not ex- not exactly because what this is is it's a free month thing where basically you pay to enter f- into a free month. Oh, that process. And then you like basically, you, you get like tasks related to classes where Mm. it's like, as a pirate, kill people with fire or whatever. (laughs) And then you level up and then you get crate drops, presumably. Yeah. And then you buy
2: the keys to unlock them. And then you maybe get the dumb weapon skins. So, so for the for the yeah, while it, it's it's a sort of early access scheme before every, they open up to everyone, or could become random drops to everyone. Is that what it's like? I don't know. Um, I don't know. they, so might, never, they never, might keep it locked up into that thing. Yeah, because I've never but fully if they understood.
1: Do, I don't like what's going
2: to happen after these three months when they. Yeah. Is it going to reset or something? Well, I've never fully understood how it works in Counter Strike because, like, they. I think the most recent one was like Operation Bloodstone or something they called it and it's like yeah you buy you have to buy this coin or something that that triggers that, it basically yeah that triggers it and starts tracking stats to do with new things and it gives you new you know you can you can go do new things as a result of it and it's just like I'm not I'm not 100% sure I get the point no and it's well other than for people to with crazy money to get another number go up <laughs> and somewhere. What, and who, who wants f- fancy skins or really bad looking things. <laughs> <Possibly>, like if <laughs> you're not if you're more. paying for this thing and all it's giving you is the ability to get crates which you can then pay for course, to get yeah. skins. Pay more likely, that's super that's super terrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is... yeah. So it's
1: bad. Also the the actual actual problem with this patch was they basically well okay there's two things. Firstly it's an actual patch as well, so it has like balance changes. Okay. And I look it's a long list and I look through them and I was like, okay, some of those seem like they might actually be kind of good. Like there's I can try to remember some of the specific ones, but they've like they've changed how the dead ringer works again. Right. And they've made it so like engineers can't repair buildings as quickly, so maybe centuries entries won't be as ridiculously invulnerable when there's a bunch of engineers hitting them and Right. Interesting. And various other balance changes like that. But then the actual problem with this patch
2: is they just made the game crash a lot. Oh, <laughs> so he was like, "Yep, good job." Well, okay, it's been a while since they've had a a bad update to you know that actually like screws the game up like stability wise. Yeah, and there was like a there was a patch note this morning that said like we've made it so
1: Mac users can only select medium texture quality until we work out what the fuck we've done that makes it not work. <laughs> <laughs> is
2: this, but is it a Mac only problem? No, or? it's getting PC crashes
1: as well. Hmm. So, yeah, they basically fucked it up.
3: Weird.
1: So I'll wait a couple of weeks before I even play Team Fortress again, probably, I guess. Yeah. So if what's I the deal with the
0: weapon pickups? Now you can pick up other Oh, yeah, That's
2: I almost forgot that. I read some, uh, yeah. I read one note that sounded very strange about well, it's pickups actually, and the fact that the like, the, is it the ammo that's left in the gun is what you gain when you pick it up? No, they have basically
1: no. made a weird double change to weapon to weapons now, weapon drops now, where when you die, you automatically spawn a medium ammo pack where you died, so that's how you get ammo.
0: The same way it used to be, picking up the weapon or whatever.
1: Yeah. Right. yeah. So, okay. But now the actual dropped weapon, like in Counter Strike, you can choose to pick up the gun, and then you get whatever ammo is in that, as oh, well right. as the
2: gun. So if you're a presumably within your class, well, yeah, obviously. So within you know, your if you're a sniper and you see someone's bow lying around, you could switch it. it. Switch it. Yeah.
0: How do you actually I do? What button don't do you know press to like pick that. it up? You
1: no. use press the use key. That's never been used for anything else in watched Fortress ever. Oh, okay. I see. E, e-, e <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, but the main thing that worried me about it... It's probably okay. ...a very subtle thing that's probably not actually going to be as bad as it seems. But, like, because it re- re- doesn't just retain ammo, it also re- retains, like, on or mediguns. So you could, like, kill a medic with a full uber and then have your medic take it. <laughs> okay, that's... would <laughs> be kind of weird. That is is—that
2: is, That is very strange.
0: They, yeah. can't have, they can't keep that. That seems dumb.
2: Because... Well, it doesn't even make a great deal of sense given how that character is like actually physically built because you're, backpack. yeah, you're charging the backpack and the backpack <laughs> doesn't drop. No. Yeah, that's that. Da- yeah, da- that that I don't like. And also in
1: there, Counter Strike S, there's now there, you can push a button. I think it's the same button as the pickup gun. You can push the button to do the old look at your gun animation, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. like Counter Strike. Yeah, it was F to inspect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you can see your utterly ugly skin. Yeah, your doom. horrible,
1: horrible skin. Although yeah. I think they all—they may have also made it so like—I don't know if it's all of them or whether it's just the new ones. But the stat tracking guns, the like kill counts or whatever—they're uh, actually modelled on the gun now. In, yeah, t- that, in, like in like in character. Yeah, CS has done that for a while. So you might be able to still see. I don't know if that's going to be backported to all the ones that all the old stat tracking stuff, or whether it's just only the new ones. Mm, you would hope it would be yeah apparently that also doesn't work
3: (laughs) that that may also
1: be broken
2: (laughs) so that's team fortress well team fortress trying to stay relevant i suppose but i mean i guess it works for them in counter-strike so i can kind of see why they would try this here
1: it's but we already Uh, had we already had cosmetic things in in team fortress we had
3: hats that's all we wanted
1: yeah because I already fucked up the entire aesthetic of the game, but now you get these incredibly ugly skins to fucking it up some more.
0: <laughs> well, the aesthetic is totally screwed. There is no way to um, get that back to the niceness. I,
2: of, you know what? I never thought that vision. it mucked up quite so bad. I, you know I, know, I I sort of agree with you that it has got worse, but I don't think it's you know it's never been the end of the world bad.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, okay it's like it. if you watch the like like the original like uh develop a commentary and stuff they, they go out of the way to explain i mean it really highlights how good the original design of the characters are to the point where you only need to see their silhouette to recognize what class they are and stuff yeah, okay, yeah. and all of that i suppose stuff you could argue that, screwed that yeah and the thing is it's fine because the game is just a different game now uh but like you know there's there's like screwing up the aesthetic and then there's just ugliness <laughs>
3: yeah yeah <laughs> Those new skins are done. I guess the only
2: thing I really have a problem with is the strange stuff. (laughs) You want the crazy particle effect pads? (laughs) Those are a bit extreme in some
4: cases.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. That, that I think, is the most out-of-place thing. It makes sense at Halloween, maybe, but not all the goddamn time. Yeah, possibly. So, speaking of patches, I guess, to
3: segue on from that. (laughs) You...
1: This is something else that I also didn't really play, that there was the Guild Wars 2 patch to fix Lion's Arch, as in make it look nice, not a patch to fix problems. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) They made it less busted, as in the town. Yeah, in the world. Like, story (laughs) and stuff. Yes. I only went in there very briefly to have a look and see what it looked like. It looks really kind of weird because it's like... It sort of makes sense from the context of the story, but it's, like, super sparse. It just feels really
2: empty. But, I mean, half the population probably died, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> have they spread it out, like, over the map? Like, it's gent look like they might, or...
1: It's... I wouldn't have said it's really any better than it was before. My main problem is the guild bank is still miles away from all the other stuff.
2: Yeah. That's Only right. it's in a different part of the place now. Because. <laughs> I, I, they were probably just make, trying to stop people from crowding in that bank room or whatever yeah, that they used to have probably
1: I mean it seemed like all the all those changes they did to Lion's were just like go to your original
2: home cities stop fucking everyone piling in Lion's Arch god damn it <laughs> but, but, but that's the whole reason everyone goes to Lion's arts because everyone's there because <laughs> it's in the middle and yeah. you can portal to every city that's the whole point it was super convenient yep I mean it's okay I think
1: it's okay and they've like I don't know. It looks it looks sort of too clean. They've gone from like their weird boat constructions where it was all wood, mm. and now all like it's all like smooth. It's not exactly marble, but it's smooth white stone or something. Oh,
2: interesting. I wasn't expecting that.
1: I don't, it's not really. It doesn't really look like stone. It looks like plaster almost. It's just like everything <laughs> is plastered with white
2: plaster. <laughs> they've invented modern building techniques <laughs> and now just plasterboarding like everything. And of course,
1: because it's Lion's Arch, it's all themed. Now now that, there's, now that everything isn't made out of boats, everything is just more nautical themed. It's like the bank has a giant octopus on top of it and like the dog yards is like a giant lobster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> lobster, master. Yes, a lobster, lobster. And then the other thing that came with that patch is actual balance changes to Guild Wars 2. And they've yet again redone how you get your traits. So next time you log in, prepare uh, to respect your own character yet again. Oh, great. So not quite. It, it, they tried to like retain your retain your
2: character design more or less it's like a couple of my traits were wrong but most of them were the same okay oh what so it sort of automatically drops there but gives you the option to muck around with it yeah that's what you're saying okay because obviously since the earlier patches there hasn't been any
1: since you can re-spec on the fly now and all that you don't need to worry about it you can just go in that menu and click the various things but they also changed how you get skill points as well because they're not skill points any longer no It's because they're they're linking into the new traits that are going to come with the expansion. Yeah. So they rebalanced the system where... Because you used to get skill points and you could get more skill points than you could actually need and then they were using the Mystic Forge to buy materials for the specific Mystic Forge stuff. Okay, yeah. So they've separated that out now so now there's a currency for the Mystic Forge and that drops off enemies when you're at level 80. Okay. And then skill points have now been rebranded into like hero... Something I can't remember. Hero challenges or something. Mm. So they're they're still on on the map in like the normal skill point way, and you get get those, and then they only unlock your trait trees. Although the weird thing so about what do you
2: do with the excess now? I think you just keep them for the expansion at this no, point. Okay. <laughs> So does that mean anyone that spent their skill points like can get will get them back? Like it will know how many of them you have hit up on the map?
1: Well, or? you see, that was the thing that w- that made me kind of confused about it, because when I logged in with my main character, who I hit, like I'd unlocked all the skills and I had a million extra skill points because <laughs> obviously I'd been grinding that forever. So I went in and it it like even though I had unlocked all the skills before, it hadn't unlocked them all now it like some of the branches had relocked
3: yeah.
1: on the trait lines and the skills. Strange. It's because it's, I think they've tried to slightly rebalance the unlock method, like skills come in. Cause you know how skills used to be grouped into types that sometimes it mattered where it's like, yeah. Rangers have traps and then you can have yeah, buffs that it. affect only traps. Yeah. And like lots of like engineers have alchemy potions or whatever. And then you have the traits that affect alchemy potions. They basically tried to do that for all skills now. So everything has like a group. Mm. And then that's how you unlock the skills. You go up like the tree of the group. So when you, when you like, there's the potion line for the engineer and it's like
2: it starts with a restoration potion. Oh, I see. And then you go up to the elixir B and then you go up to elixir C so or whatever. you might have had stuff unlocked that had a dependency that was not yeah. unlocked. Except I wouldn't have because
1: I'd but unlocked had everything. No. Yeah. So it should have just given me everything. But it, after I like, I went through and unlocked everything again, and I still had a bunch of extra hero points left over. And I was like, I didn't check the exact numbers, but it's like I guess that's okay. Mm. (laughs) If I still had enough to unlock anything and have a bunch extra, I guess I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. And obviously, all my Mystic Forge money would have just converted automatically Mm. into the into the wallet.
2: The new currency. Yeah. Fair enough. So that's kind of weird. Well. And slightly annoying. You know, well, should we move on to the bit about, like, because there was a, a bit of news regarding, like, how, the, how the people, were, <laughs> yeah, people were annoyed with the plan for the expansion's pricing and what it meant for players and yes. stuff like that. So uh, they kind of annoyed everyone by saying that, hey, here comes the expansion that's going to be 35 quid, which is the price of the full game. Like, so the expansion is basically the full game's cost again, which doesn't sound very expansion y to me. But guess what if you buy the expansion it comes with all of Guild Wars base game as well and it's like oh. right so what you're basically saying is that all of the players that are new to the game are going to get everything but all the players that have already paid their money for the game have to pay again have to pay more to get the expansion it some i mean that that strikes as somewhat unfair to the veterans so they were then. They then basically come out and write, okay, let's clarify all of this. So the expansion is still going to be 35 pounds. It's still going to be uh, you know full price thing. Includes all of Guild Wars too. But players who have recently, as in some at some point in 2015, bought the original game, the, and like before this was you know this was coming or this was announced or anything like that can get a refund for the original game well, the only, and just purchase the expansion. The only reason they did that,
1: though, is because the original text on the purchase page for the expansion didn't say that it came with the base game. So yeah. everyone, and so they, they, and they put the deals base. up to buy like discounts on the original game. Yeah. So a bunch of people went and bought that and then were like, wait, I just bought that. I didn't need to because I'm going to get it anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, so they they've said you can get a refund. But that's only for players that bought it through um arena net directly there's like not really, there are, there's not really very many places you can buy it otherwise well because no, well my copy was a uh like you know a physical disc <laughs> yes yeah, that's the know. one way yeah i mean maybe you could still ask them for a refund with well, a physical
1: disc because you could still get
2: if it, the if, code it if it came from arena net you can but otherwise uh they they are just going to offer you an extra character slot which i think is a bit of a you know will you get this extra slot now anyway uh, no but that's the, mean, that's i mean i mean an additional additional character slot no, okay. on top of that but a character slot doesn't, doesn't sound like a great deal. Because
1: originally, the text on the on the expansion page said you weren't going to get a character slot in the basic
2: version of the expansion, but apparently you do. So, yeah. But that's, that's, <laughs> so that's, that's the one the, thing that was worrying me about it. That's the other change. <laughs> like, what they describe as veterans, as in any player who registered before February 2015, will get a character slot with the expansion regardless, when previously this was only a bonus for the deluxe expansion. Because that um, was dumb. Because buyers of the deluxe expansion will now get two slots instead of one. Yeah, you're right. It was a stupid decision to not have that part of it. I still think it's fucked up. I still think this is a bad strategy. It's like yes, they still have to make money to make the game carry on. I get that. Because they're not charging a subscription fee. It must be expensive for them to, to, to manage, right? So yeah. they're looking for an influx uh of cash through the expansion. But they're gonna have to do something different. This doesn't this doesn't feel right. It's like or this doesn't feel like I don't feel like I'm getting a good deal out of this. I don't know. Well, I don't remember how much the original Guild was. expansions actually
1: cost, because I think they might have been full price as well. I, th- I thought they launched at like 20 quid. Mm. Something like that. Because they were uh, pretty much at least as big as the original game. Well, slightly smaller, I'd say. Yeah, I don't,
2: I, I, I don't think they were full price. I haven't seen enough of what's
1: going to be in this expansion to know whether this is actually going to be worth
2: no the money I mean, or not. I know all the Guild stuff, because that was what they covered. Oh yeah, but no, who cares about but, that? It's just like, yeah.
1: here's a... Here's a fancy place where you can talk to each other, I guess. <laughs> Pretty much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, like, organise some guild arena fights or something. Despite all of that, I have had that slight urge to be like, oh, I should, maybe I should play a bit more of this. Well, I think you should.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> I then, could probably go with playing some all of that as well.
2: But then I get the urge of, no, I should probably play some of these, like, newer games, these things I haven't played before, you know. <laughs> it's been ages since we played guild Wars. It has been a while.
3: Yeah. Give
2: yours. Yours. Yeah. I, I, no, I can't help but think they're slightly screwing this up. Maybe that's my opinion. It may not be the opinions of others. Happy sellers has no responsibility to <laughs> maintain a level of balance. <laughs>
0: we certainly do not.
2: <laughs> Splatoon. I'll talk more about this later. But the news is is that it's doing pretty well for Nintendo. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Spectacularly. So They've sold over a million, which is not That's there. pretty
0: good considering the console itself is a. Well, yeah.
2: The <laughs> small install. And apparently it has been driving more Wii U sales. Like there's been a spike well, in. Yeah, so uh, it's doing doing pretty good for ninty well what's then. this speaking of dumb new nintendo,
0: ranked battle mode tower control will be added. Yep, so, that, like, yeah
2: i'll talk about all that later but yeah that's, that's cool. that got added recently speaking it's of exciting. dumb nintendo things i
1: saw that they had one of their investor phone call meeting whatever yeah yeah yeah
0: there's <laughs> a of stuff that. about that
1: didn't really pay too much attention to it but it was just like they were talking about Yes, we fucked up and here's what we're going to do about it, I guess. Well, the, the Wii
2: U was a mistake, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, not that it was a mistake. They were just saying why they yeah. thought it failed for like market reasons, basically. That's okay. They were
2: thinking. just saying they fucked up. But the, the thing that
1: I <laughs> thought was funny about it was like one of the phrases they kept u- using, especially talking about like the NX and stuff, was they were like, we're going to to do
2: Nintendo-like solutions. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean?
0: (laughs) That was just a translation thing, though, wasn't it?
2: Well, Nintendo-like solution to me is to do something crazy that is not quite... What anyone wants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're going to keep doing this thing that we've done all this time. We're going to do whatever the bloody hell we want and fucking the rest of the world is what that says to me. Well,
0: they were trying to say that, like, we recognise why we think these things didn't go very well and we're going to try and do it differently next time to address these problems, but we're going to do it in... in we're going to do it in our own way and not, not by trying to copy our competitors. But we recognize why there's problems this time around. There has been. And sure too.
2: I mean, that is the, you're right. That is Nintendo's way. But that does still shout to me like, la, 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 fingers in our ears, la, la, la. And, and most of the time, yeah, it does actually work out okay for them.
0: Uh, well, I mean, mean' always been ups and little... downs. Like the GameCube didn't sell very well. And, you know, they've had failures before the Wii and stuff.
2: You know? Yeah, but oh, I mean, even, I mean, if you're not talking like straight console sales and all that stuff, like if, even just concepts on those consoles, it's like you could argue that the Wii was a prime example of them not listening to the world of online capability, for instance, like the Wii was so lacking in what it could do in the online space compared to the the 360 and PS3 that were, you know, just forging ahead, you know, who wants friend codes and all that rubbish? They, were just, they just didn't listen. They didn't. And they didn't adjust, and they didn't do anything. And even the Wii U still suffers from some of those, uh, some of those problems.
0: Such a shame. I, I don't know. Because, like, thinking about it now, it's like I'm sure the Wii U already has more classic games. In, like, if you look at Splatoon, could be. Oh, I know. I know the word "classic" is a bit strong, but it's much. I mean, what's a classic Wii game but other than like Twilight Princess, which is like a GameCube game? I don't know. I mean, obviously Wii Sports, but come on,
2: Mario Galaxy, I guess.
0: Yeah, Mario yeah. Galaxy. That'd be it.
2: Because I well, I was, I w- I was about to say new Super Mario Bros., but they kind of already did that on the <laughs> on the three on the DS, wasn't it? That got there first. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's a really tough question, actually, isn't it? Like, what are the classic Wii games?
0: Like Mario like, Galaxy I, I, would I, be way better on Wii U as well.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. What, even if it's just you know exactly the same, but in HD, you know, that's yeah. all it needs. It would be, exactly. That would be good. I'm, I'm actually looking behind me to see what they were. Sonic Colors, let's go with that. <laughs> yes, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I guess for Zach and I, that was the best version of Smash Bros. Well, like, that version of really? Smash Bros. was pretty good. It
0: was better than Melee. I
2: don't know if it was.
0: Well, it wasn't better than I
2: liked Melee. it more. I think it was crazier. Well, yeah, it was crazier. <laughs> but, much, yeah, and it had that story mode and stuff. I, I think it's my favorite thus far. I don't Definitely. think I liked the story mode in Raw that much. It just gave something to do in single player, right? Because the new one doesn't really give you
3: that Well, yeah, the new one doesn't, but Melee
2: did. Oh, I suppose Melee had the adventure mode, which was still kind of interesting. I think the adventure mode was probably better than Brawl's story. Yeah, And also Brawl's story was unnecessarily dumb.
1: Mainly just for the... The whole game is
2: unnecessarily dumb. I think a layer of of unnecessarily dumb to an unnecessarily dumb video game is all right by me. Clearly (laughs) the only thing that was really unnecessarily dumb was
1: have Snake and Sonic turn up at the last possible second for no apparent reason. (laughs) Like,
4: (laughs) hello!
2: Hi, guys. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm in a box. Yep. Uh, Yeah, so, by that logic, what does the Wii U have that you would consider classic? It's like, I guess, because I'm not sure 3D World really counts.
0: Well, I think, actually, Mario Kart 8 or whatever is is one of the best Mario Karts for a very long time.
2: Yeah, you're probably right. That's a pretty good game.
0: You know um Yeah, and I think Splatoon is getting there in terms. Well, of
2: you know, he, it's very rare that a new IP goes bad for Ninty.
0: Yeah, but they don't do a new IP very often. <laughs> so <laughs> it's true. um I don't know.
2: Planeta <laughs> Two.
0: Sure. Well, it's a hell of a game. they didn't have that on the Wii. So.
2: Lego City. No. Definitely not. It's a pretty great game. It's just another LEGO game. It's not just another LEGO game, though. and I will will talk about that later. There is stuff to say there. Uh, Drive Club.
1: (laughs) Do you you remember that, right? Sure. The headline I saw about that was like, let's never talk about Drive Club every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: pretty much. Because the only thing that is notable here is that the PlayStation Plus version of drive club that they promised for so very very long is actually a thing (laughs) it finally happened they they came good on it but of course at this point nobody cares no and it's not even that they it's out for everyone either. they're having to do a uh, staggered launch of it so they don't screw up the servers in the same way that it did when the game came out (laughs) so there you go well done for coming full circle on that thing, but nobody cares. You'd already you'd already fluffed your lines.
3: Uh, no one cares.
2: Yep. Uh in other games not working news, um Batman Arkham Knight came out, and it was apparently pretty great, unless you bought it on PC. Where apparently
3: it didn't work. Yep. Like at all.
0: And apparently they knew it wasn't gonna work before they released it, for months.
3: Yeah. That's... Because
0: all the marketing was being provided by, like, Sony and stuff, so all the QA effort went into, like, literally all of it went into the console versions. And it was, like, obviously it was a, not obviously, but it was, um, you know, a third party doing the PC, like, porting or whatever. Mm. And, um, which
3: worries me slightly. Or
0: that. Yeah, which worries. But the thing is, the previous versions have been pretty good um, PC games. Oh, yeah, uh, the, yeah. The previous right. ones in the series. Not, maybe not Arkham Origins or whatever, but, but freaking Arkham Asylum. It's Unreal Engine 3, for God's sake. It should work. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, it's fucked.
2: Which is a real shame, to the point where they actually decided to pull it from Steam. Or Valve oh. pulled it. I don't actually know wh- who did the pulling.
0: I think it's come they... like, back and forth. Yeah. I think it might be back up, but, like, yeah, I wouldn't buy it.
2: But, see, the thing is, this is the second time Warner Brothers have fucked up a PC game this year. Because they did it with Mortal Kombat. When MKX launched, the PC version was unusable for a while. Uh, because of its the way that it did its staggered content download. Like, you download the base, which had pretty much nothing in it. And then you'd have to try and download the extra bits to make the whole thing work. And that didn't work. Mm. So you were basically stuck with a menu you couldn't use. Or if you tried to click anything, it would crash. Um, <laughs> so, Warner Brothers, having a bad year on PC. I suppose it's their turn, right? <laughs> everyone else has had a bad year on PC at some point. I guess so. Well, actually, yeah. no, Ubisoft just had a bad year on everything last year. but So Warner Brothers, this is your bad year. Boo to you?
0: I still uh, think, I mean, it's getting all these good reviews, but I still think, you know, that, that everyone was, well, maybe it wasn't everyone, but a lot of people seemed concerned no, especially like Giant Bomb and Jeff Gersman about the amount of like Batmobile shit that's in this one or whatever. Yeah. And, the, and the, from the video footage I've seen of it, like there does seem to be a lot of that stuff. And I don't really think it looks that great. Well, I don't I think it. Or that much fun. Okay, it,
2: yeah, that's the bit I'm not sure about. It looks great. Yeah, sure. As in visually, those scenes look fantastic. But at the same time, yeah, I'm not sure whether I will enjoy it gameplay wise. And ultimately, I don't know if that's what I want from a Batman game exactly i so, don't think city was what i wanted from a batman game
0: like, like, arkham asylum was like almost a perfect game
2: i, yeah, I mean that. i'm this is the thing i'm seeing more of a movement now like we we got there first i think but <laughs> i'm seeing more of a movement in recent weeks uh of people saying that arkham asylum was was the one you know Mm. People, the uh, thing is, know, though, when City came out everyone was like yeah but it's Batman but it's bigger yeah. and it's better right and yeah, it's like it's well, no I've never been we've never been convinced that it was better Asylum is um, just a much
0: tighter just it's, it's a better, better design story, better game it's really good and the thing is that it's a bit unfair because um this is my classic thing is like which is the better which is the best game of all time is it you know is it mario 64 or is it ocarina of time it's like mario 64 is the scope is smaller you know but it's hmm. basically perfect apparently M- uh, miyamoto spent like months like 6 months just working on the mario's movement alone before he'd let people build the levels because it's you know just, that rabbit that you chase around in the bottom of the yeah, plane, yeah. That was all the game was for a long time because he just wanted just the mechanics of it to be absolutely amazing or whatever. And it really paid off. Uh, and that game is like almost perfect. And But then obviously Ocarina is much bigger scope. There's a huge world and everything. And the thing that, that that makes Ocarina, I think, you know, amazing is that it still has like that level of polish to it. I know this is going back 10 years or however long it is like things have superseded these games but oh, if you look at those two yeah exactly but this is what's so impressive about it is that it's like scope was so much bigger but and yet it didn't lose like a sort of it isn't as perfect as mario 64 but it no, you, could, you could argue
2: that ocarina is like mechanically actually scope is not as big as what you would consider no, like i don't know the witch's mechanical yeah, scope you know absolutely. something like that it's still it, like, mechanically, Zelda is still focused, and mechanically, that's why it still shines. Mm, mm. Um, still shines. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's, there's actually, in a way, this is, like, maybe a contender for, like, worrying trend or something, that ga- as games get bigger and bigger, mm. like, there seems to be this need to have, where well, it needs more. Yeah. It's like, no, it doesn't always need more. It just needs refined. Splatoon, just, actually, I think is a great example of that, right? It's not yeah. big on content but it does what it does incredibly exactly. well.
0: Exactly. So that's a narrow scope and it's it, I mean it's easier to make a game like uh, absolutely really polished if you have that sort of narrow scope and that some of the best games ever and that's what I'm saying it's a bit um, it's a bit sad because Arkham Asylum had that sort of now if you compare it to its sequels it had that narrow scope and it really worked for it like that game is like so well made. And like, but they, they fell down when they, yeah, they fell down when they made it a bit bigger. I mean, those games are still, you know, City is still a really good game, but it it's just not as good. Whereas that's what's so impressive about that Zelda game, or, or is that it is bigger and it's still amazing, you know, <laughs> how do yeah. you do that? Like, you can, I guess you can, like, throw money at it. I mean, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto V, and it's like the scope of that world is insane, and yet the attention to detail is ridiculous at the same time, which you couldn't because really...
2: have, like, unlimited money, pretty much. Basically, <laughs> but
0: That's, but, that's I mean, what that is. But, yeah, just having unlimited money does not necessarily, like, you have to have the discipline to, you know, to, to have the right teams working in the right place and have it all come together like it's still a it's still amazing that it all mm. comes together or whatever because it's at the end of the day it's kind of someone's vision or 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 a small teams of, of creators vision like the biggest blockbuster movie ever or avatar or whatever it's it's basically james cavern's vision well, no matter how well, many people worked on it
2: yeah maybe that's the thing because actually like when you t- the it, this came up at e3 quite a lot that people were talking about the game director or the game mm. director themselves made a push to try and tell you what the game was about And maybe this is a concept that is starting to come back. Mm. Like, but these big projects with multiple teams uh, split split, spread out across the goal, maybe they lose focus on occasion. Mm. If if the industry is moving back towards this concept of the like a single guy being at the helm, effectively, Mm. then maybe the vision is kept. You know, that's why Miyamoto stuff is so great because Miyamoto basically did most of it. You know, (laughs) or at least he had a finger in
3: most of it. Yeah. Um, we well, had
0: oversight of of everything right it's like yeah. peter jackson could not make the lord of the rings trilogy you know he he couldn't direct every shot even but like because mm-hmm. it's just too big but he it's definitely his thing you know um one guy right and he had you know his partners and everything and he had his creative team small team you know whatever that all had a lot of influence but you know it's ultimately it's down to yeah, and I, these, I think guys, that's true. these
2: guys do, do still exist in the industry, don't get me wrong. But, sure. kind of, but weirdly, they're the guys that have been doing it for a very long time, right? It's true. It's like there's no new guy on the scene coming up saying, okay, this is the guy to watch, right? All his games are going to be amazing. Like, the, when you think of names like that, you think of people like Kojima or yeah. maybe, at uh, a stretch, Cliff Blazinski, you know, like guys that have been doing it since it was a thing.
0: <laughs> or even like old guys that don't do it anymore, like you know Warren Spector or or uh, yeah, who's who was the who's but the to a lesser extent guy.
2: the Bioware doctors or maybe yeah, um, oh, is it Ken Ken? I want to say Ken Levine is that the Bioshock guy?
0: Yeah, Ken Levine. Yeah. Or like even here, of of Doto, it would be the the Hauser brothers, right? No one yeah. really knows about them, but that, that they're doing that, they do that, yeah.
2: But these are all uh, in a way the old guard, right? Is like true. where are the upstarts? Where are the
0: that's what I mean. That must be what's lacking from these. I suppose maybe Phil Fish was one of them.
2: Tilly fuck off. That doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> that's indie. too indie.
0: Yeah, he was yeah. making the whole thing, or whatever. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's these these games that are built by these teams that are split across continents or whatever. Like, like who's running like the Call of Duty like game? Who's directing mm-hmm. the next Call of Duty game? I don't know. Yeah, no, it no just idea. seems a bit. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah.
2: Triple A is losing its personality. Maybe that's the way to describe it.
0: Well, I certainly feel that because you can't deny that Arkham Asylum it, when it came out is a Triple A game. Like the production values were really sure. high. Yeah. And and it came off really well. I think that that I mean that's number 2 in my from that generation after Red Dead Redemption is Arkham Asylum, I think, of that console generation. Hmm. Yeah, it's
2: just, it was a, it was a strong game. Very strong.
0: And, and those freaking so, combat mechanics were so good. I mean, now it's a shame because you know you can't you can add to them. I mean, what's it got tag teaming or something in the new one? But you can't yeah. like you can't make it new again. Everyone's stolen it anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, someone needs it, to come up with some other new yeah. combat method. That's that's the trick now. Whoever does that and comes up with the next big thing is onto something. Like because it is known as the Batman combat, isn't the, it? Whoever the you Batman
0: it. combat, yeah,
2: yeah. If and you it's play, great. uh. Was it Shadow of Mordor? It's like you're getting the Batman combat, and it's yep. described as the Batman
0: combat. It's pretty much.
2: But then the problem with that is, obviously, it then makes it when the Batman does Batman combat, it's like, well, sure, this is this is this is this is just a thing now. This is what you expect. Thing, yeah. It's 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 no longer that game's calling card. So doom so yeah, and gloom. Yeah,
0: I, I, well, I don't know. I'll probably play it when they fix it in like six months or something. Hmm. Probably. Yeah. I've
2: I got some more Previous games of broken news. All right. Playday 2 on Xbox that hasn't worked since it launched three weeks ago. <sighs> <sighs>
3: Who cares? Yep.
2: Well, I don't. What specific know. part of it hasn't worked? I, I didn't read that much. No, to be honest, I don't care that much. But apparently, yeah, it just hasn't actually been working. Because if it was like the server... That
3: would be the main problem. I guess.
1: Because <laughs> it's kind of important to play that in yeah
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: Oculus Rift are fighting for control of OculusRift.com, which is currently owned by a developer which hosts a forum about VR games. Mm. You mean? know, whatever. They'll, they'll win that, obviously. Um, But maybe that's the first sign of Facebook flexing its muscle. I don't know. Um that's all my news. No, is that really all your news? Yeah, that's what um, <coughs> <coughs> Why, what you got, Zeg? Well,
1: I couldn't remember whether we mentioned it or not. We may have mentioned it at some point in the e 3 things, but there was YouTube launched their game streaming thing. We they did talk about thing.
3: Yeah. We may have But they it launched, launched it then.
0: Is yeah. it working?
2: <laughs> well, whether it's working or not, that's a different matter. But... To be honest, I haven't actually checked it out No, I haven't but... either. Okay. Uh, I just don't like the fact it's called YouTube Gaming. They're so boring. Yep, it's done.
0: <laughs> and New City other... Skylines patch? Have you seen this, egg?
1: Well, I haven't played it yet. But... Okay. And that patch was a while ago, but yeah. All right. They made European-looking buildings. Cool. <laughs> so that's something, I guess.
3: Yeah. And some other
0: stuff, but you know. <laughs> And really expansion been in there to look. for that game will be revealed at Gamescom. It says. So yes, they are going to be trying to make expansions, and that will be when it gets
1: interesting to see how, like, how they price it and stuff. Mm. Especially given the mod scene yeah. that surrounds it. But the main other bit of news that I have is that was there was the Minecraft convention, MineCon, Mine- just now, and they for some reason decided to announce
0: Minecraft Windows Ten. <laughs> Wait, and they what? shut down development of Scrolls. Lol.
2: <laughs> <Wow>. Oh, really? <laughs> but the, but <laughs> well, of course they did. But Microsoft wouldn't have done that, right? Mojang would have done that. Yeah, yeah. That That's same difference yeah. at this point, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, because Microsoft owned Minecraft, but Mojang. <laughs> Mojang technically don't work on Minecraft anymore, do they?
3: Uh, I, don't, I don't actually know. Well, Microsoft know. brought Mojang. That was the whole point, wasn't
2: it? No, I thought they just bought Minecraft as an IP. I didn't realize they bought out Minecraft. Uh, I mean, it's plausible. I don't, no, I, don't
1: know. Yeah. I don't remember anyway. I think they. But that was bought the important thing.
3: Yeah.
2: That was the important thing about
1: Minecraft and Windows Ten. The important thing about it was how weird it is,
3: right? So well, firstly,
2: are, are they moving away from Java effectively <laughs> yeah. to make like a proper version like well, they have on so, consoles? Or? Sort of. So basically, what
1: everyone thought was going to happen was that they were going to start basically, basically, might as well since it's Windows Ten and everything is now we're going to be cross compatible with xbox just bring the xbox version of minecraft
0: back but over but it's way behind isn't it or whatever
1: it's way behind in terms of updates yeah like content and stuff but everyone thought that would just be the logical way of doing it because it would just be like yeah we'll just we've already got that working and it should be like that's not even a port job at that point almost yeah that should <laughs> pretty much just work but no what they actually decided to do for some for some reason is the windows 10 version of minecraft is based on the mobile version <laughs> What it's like, why? <laughs> That's odd.
0: What like the Windows mobile version?
1: I don't if, know which is mobile version.
0: Is there one? <laughs> there is a version
1: of Minecraft on some mobile platform. I think there's, it was Android. There's an
2: Android version, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm pretty sure Pocket Edition is available on iOS as well. Yeah. But yeah, they're basing it off one of the mobile versions. And as far as I knew the mobile version was even further behind in content I,
1: because it couldn't it didn't even have some of the actual functions. Yeah. I That was never the full game, I don't think. No, but then yeah, and then weirdly, it's like oh, anyone who owns Minecraft already is going to get the Windows Ten version for free, and then you can buy the Windows Ten version separately for Windows Ten out of the Windows Ten store,
2: probably. (laughs) Why is? I don't understand. No, I don't understand why they if if they were pulling the Xbox version right, making the Xbox and Windows Ten version up to date, yeah, and then saying. Right, this is the version, this is now the version, and we're moving on from here. Sure, modders might get a bit pissed off, because obviously none of that will work. Um, But that seems like the logical route that Microsoft would take, right? Yeah. But it's sort of in their own interest to do that. Why come from the mobile version? And actually, more to the point, why tell us? Or leak it or whatever. How like how did we find out about that? Like, no, it was just it was playable at Minecon. Some people played it on
1: a on a I guess a Windows Ten tablet. Yeah, it's got touchscreen because you know it's a fucking mobile, phone, so I guess it has. To. But you can <laughs> play it with a controller or a keyboard as well if you want.
2: Because you think maybe if they then started moving towards like I don't know um, a proper DX rendering and stuff and doing it all that stuff on PC that perhaps the game should have, should be doing because PCs. Yeah, that. You know, they wouldn't have to worry about efficiency so much, so they could make it load the world better. Well, yes, that's Stuff amazing. Like that. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, that's kind of weird. And like, I don't know, it's just like the main problem is the mods, of course, because you know if you're going to move it away from Java, you have to, you kind of have to make a mod like API or like a mod thing to let modders. Get into it. For sure. Presumably they do it in C-sharp, right? Well, yeah, they, presumably. Yeah. Well... But you have to, like, give them a, give them a way to start doing things before the game is out, ideally. <laughs> yeah. Because if you're going to make people convert entire mods over into this new system, then you're going to want to give them some time.
2: Mm. What was your air of suspicion there, Dan? Like, wouldn't,
1: wouldn't
3: they no,
0: do it in C-sharp? Well, maybe they would, but, I mean, what would you do? It, like, I, but the reason I why
2: I say that is because it would be the most java-like library so if they were trying to court people the thing about android is it
0: uses the java api doesn't it so you know so you write java it doesn't run on the jvm but like you write java for android right do
2: you reckon some executive thought that this would be a good idea for their whole oh hey by the way you can now run ios and android stuff on windows for development reasons (laughs) that this is just one of those power plays that they thought shit why don't we get minecraft in on this man and like some executive and like like is saying yeah that's the best idea while well, everyone else in the world is going no that's the worst idea
0: yeah well i mean the the suspicion is regardless of this that the, the the reason for the one of the big reasons for the minecraft buy was the hololens stuff obviously given that demo or whatever right oh yeah um, so that kind of makes sense at least
2: sure yeah, that, it, that I, I think there wasn't any doubt that yeah, there would, that you wouldn't be able to do that with the Java version of Minecraft. Probably no. they would need something else to run that. Yeah, because that's
0: what you were saying, Zach. Is the most impressive thing for you it was how, just, how fast it loaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like you must be able to. I know it's a big beast, Minecraft, especially now. But I mean, if you throw resources at that, you could rewrite it, right? I mean, it's been done already. It's been rewritten. Um, yeah.
2: That's why taking you know you'd think taking the bone or three sixty version and starting from that
0: mm, would make sense. They must have maybe built they it to will, work maybe. to make it work. That I means it's still running is, on
2: Java, right? I,
0: I guess the reason is that the Windows ten comes out at the end of this month, right? So they have to be like ready.
3: Yeah,
0: I guess that's but, it. It's probably a stop.
3: Maybe stop. that was the quickest route. To, uh, was something. it July twenty ninth? Something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I um, just want pick uh, to upgrade uh, to Windows 10. <laughs> I
2: reckon I'm probably going to do it, right? Yeah, just do an I'm going to install. It. rather than a to... fresh install. You keep saying that. I know, I know. But now, but now I've had a very good reason to do that. My system started blue screening the other yeah. week. Although I think it's related. <laughs> it's more to... like a good reason not to do it, isn't it? <laughs> no, but you, you reckon if you like, you you'd replace it. If something corrupt in Windows was going to get replaced, then maybe that's a re- good, good time. Well, it's worth to a do try, it. isn't it?
0: Apparently, there's a yeah. button right in there. I think I've seen a screenshot of of, of like. You know, once you're on Windows 10, you can press a button and reinstall Windows 10 from scratch or whatever. Yeah. You know, from within the OS or whatever you press it and you can reset everything and restart. Which is a
2: pretty great idea.
0: Which is cool. So maybe that'll be worth doing. Like, it see how it goes with the upgrade and then if it's there's a problem, do a fresh install of 10 straight from that yeah. button.
2: Yeah, if I have no choice, then I have no choice. But then, yeah, I'll probably end up still doing it.
0: So I want to do this, but I need to get my arsing awesome gear because I probably need... A new SSD and clone everything over to it before I do it because this one's just too small.
3: I'm still looking
2: forward to new PC time at the end of the year. That's still my plan.
0: Cool. That'll be fun.
2: Although Kipper's still green. Can't (laughs) use green. You can use green if you want. It's not like you're in the same house as him. (laughs) He's still green. Well, or just no LEDs. It, 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 can, yeah, it,
3: it.
2: You know, has a PC with green stuff on it. So it's like oh, I can't, really I can't also get green.
0: Man, I haven't had a new PC case in like, I don't know, 10 years. Is it that long? Maybe not quite.
3: Yeah, probably is. Yeah. Probably not, but not wrong.
0: Yeah. I could probably look on my Amazon account and find out. <laughs> Any more
3: news? No, I guess that's it. Minecon killed it. God, I should have the
1: games to talk about, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, quite a bit. Oh, this is cool. I can look at my Amazon orders from 2002. I bought Medal of Honor, Allied Assault, and Super Mario World, <laughs> Super, Mario World Super Mario Advance 2. <laughs> Both really good games.
2: <laughs> Wait, Super Mario Advance 2 was the Mario Bros. 3, right?
0: No, it was Super or, Mario or World. Or was that Mario World? Oh,
2: was Mario Which World. Which is
0: one yeah. of the best games.
2: Oh, I well, no, Super Mario Advance was the first one, was Mario 3, wasn't it? was that mode? No, that was two. The first one was Yoshi's Island, wasn't it? Oh, God, I
3: don't know. No,
0: no, no. Because World would have come before Yoshi's Island. No, I think the first one was after.
3: literally.
0: No. Because it's a sequel, think, isn't I it? I think it did. It's Super Mario yeah, it, World no. 2, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, but that doesn't mean what order they released on Re- the GBA. Um, GBA,
0: right. <laughs> With their stupid
2: sure? new names.
0: Yeah. Here's my order for Half Life 2. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there's the PC case. There we go. 7th of August 2005. There you go. Almost 10 years.
3: That's <laughs> a long anyway. case. All
0: right. do we go on to what you've been playing? <laughs>
3: Apparently. Who wants to Wait, go first? Dan, decide who
2: goes first.
0: You go for it, Rob. What have you been
2: playing? Oh, key, okay, I've been playing Splatoon. Let's get that out of the way. Woo! <laughs> because, of course, I've been playing Splatoon. Uh, still good. Hasn't quite kept its hooks in me as much these last few weeks. I think I did start start to tire from it. Perhaps I overdid it <laughs> a little bit. But they have been adding new stuff. They continue to add new stuff. Um, I was totally correct about what the new level was going to be that they added next, and it is one of those levels from the single player because, you know, the single player seemed like it had levels in it that were designed for multiplayer, and they'd already done that before, and so they did. So, like, Bluefin something or other is the mm-hmm. new level, and it's kind of interesting um it actually changes slightly depending on the mode you pl- you play so the ranked um splat zone version of the map has slightly different layout to the uh, to the version you play in in turf war right. uh which is kind of neat because it kind of um it's 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 asymmetric in a in in a way that it's it well, it's, it's still symmetrical for both players but it's like it, it isn't as left right symmetrical as the other maps are potentially so it kind of off balances it slightly meaning that you can be slightly sneakier in your approach if you want to be um so it opens up some new new strategies and it's a really big single splat zone on that level so you kind of do have to be in control of it like properly in order to in order for the game to say you own this and start scoring points so it's uh yeah that's an interesting new level to, to to be added uh they added some more weapons uh they added a new game mode which is called tower control which is only available in ranked and every time i've tried to check it out it hasn't been on the playlist so i actually haven't been able to check it out yet (laughs) but it sounds like it's a variant of king of the hill sort of thing or a very small um you have a very small area in which someone needs to be standing or something okay i haven't quite figured it out if i'm honest but there's a new mode but new modes aren't a bad thing
0: no always good
2: but the weirdest thing they've done and that caught me completely by surprise is that at the moment, well, actually, no, it finished literally 10 minutes ago at the time of recording, 6 o'clock on Sunday, that <laughs> uh, they were running their what I think must be their first Splatfest, because I haven't seen anything about these before.
0: Okay. Splatfest. So what's the deal?
2: So earlier in the week, if you went to the Plaza, the first thing you would have noticed was a news bulletin about Splatfest, because that's the first thing that happens when you turn the game on every bloody time. Um, and they are like, hey, this Slapfest thing is coming. Ooh, stuff will change. Go pick a side and then fight for your team. And it's like, all right, this, this sounds like a, a crazy way to get to, to a, a, a crazy new thing, these little timed events. Uh, and, and the Plaza suddenly gains two trucks. For no apparent reason, just two trucks are sat there in the plaza, and you're like, what's this about? Uh, And you go up to this billboard, and it basically asks you a question. So, do you remember the Everybody
0: Votes channel from from the Wii? Of course I do. (laughs) Because you thing. used to spend ages on them. <laughs> that. That should be the first question to answer. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I Do would you put that everybody like,
2: votes yes versus no.
0: That that's probably the cl- most classic game on the Wii. <laughs> You're
2: votes. probably right. Yeah, that was that was the defining <laughs> moment of their miniature channels. Everybody votes, and all the stat tracking that it had. <laughs> I mean, <is> it? <laughs> Uh, yeah so it asks you one of those questions And that t- the question was Do you prefer rock music Or do you prefer pop music And given the lack of rock music of late As we just discussed <laughs> I went, obviously sense. went for Team Rock <laughs> And so I'm apparently Team Rock I get, You get a t-shirt to wear For the duration of the event they Make it a bit of a festival atmosphere blah, 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 uh, Which I, you, can, you could level up That bit of gear before the event started And then yesterday at 6 o'clock the event starts, and the whole world turns uh, twilight. So it all takes part at night and stuff. And uh, the world suddenly gets filled with neon graffiti of people posting, uh, like meaver support of what team they're on and stuff, which looks really cool. Actually, okay. it's like suddenly the whole plaza has changed to be all like, "Yay, rock! Let's sod rock!" <laughs> and whatever, like, uh, "Pop it like it's hot" was one of the ones I saw today. Of course, and uh, yeah, and 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 then the two sort of musical sisters of the game that also present the new show start doing a live show in the plaza and things so everything has changed and everything is hungry and what that also changes is how is what you're actually doing when you play the game so ranked mode is disabled and everything becomes a turf war um but the turf war mode um there's three maps in rotation ooh, instead of two and uh, and that doesn't change over the course of the twenty four hours. So it's these three maps permanently. And the whole idea is that the two teams fight against each other, and like the winner of the musical genres will be decided by whichever team scores the most points over these twenty four hours. And that's their thing. That's the event.
3: But so, it's, it's kind of so basically
2: nothing at all is what you're saying. <laughs> well, but they're trying to like. <laughs> they're making a, a reason to play it is what they're saying
1: <laughs> no, they they're making a random like based on the old random question that you just answered not knowing what it was going to do at the
2: start you get assigned the team and then you fight for that team and then you get nothing at the end oh there are prizes <laughs> okay there, there are prizes for yeah. like scoring for the winning team and prizes for your individual score within that team uh-huh. there should never be prizes for the winning team Mainly because that's way terrible. What's what I mean? You get prizes for your individual stuff. And who knows what those actually are at this point? They're pro- like, I doubt... Well, they the they are actually that- reveal it. No, we, we don't know. Probably just this going point. money. Yeah. Well, actually, by now, they probably have revealed it, yeah, but probably. I haven't turned the game on, so I, I can do that live. The
1: screen hasn't blinked, so no. there's no
2: news. There's no, there's no actual news. Uh, but I just thought it was cool that it, they're doing something unexpected, and it fits with the world really well, and it's... Uh, all of the levels that you're playing on during this, all in twilight rather than daylight, so even the levels look different, which is kind of neat. I don't, I don't know, I like it. I like the fact that they're doing it. It's It was unexpected, it's just a cool, cool thing. And mm. that's pretty much it. That's Splatfest. Oh no, apparently I don't get to keep the t-shirt. Which is <laughs> the worst bit of this so Damn far. It. Apparently at the end of the event, everyone has to hand their t-shirts back. <laughs> Suck. Yeah. You spent your experience points leveling it up. <laughs> it's fine. The gear I have, I, like, I have a setup that I prefer now, and there doesn't appear to be any gear that I want to buy anyway. Uh, I've got some other stuff to level, which I have been... It's, yeah. At this point, leveling gear is kind of pointless to me. I know, what I, I know how to play. I've been trying like other weapon combinations and stuff, and I just suck at them. I, like, I kind of know the two routes I, I play best at, which is either have the longest of the long-range guns... Right, that isn't the sniper rifle. It isn't the sniper right? Yeah, and or have the shortest of the short-range guns, which just fires really fast, and be like right. an NSMG user or something. It's like those are my two approaches.
0: Um, so, what's the longest-range thing? Right, like? is it like an assault rifle-type thing?
2: It kind of, yeah. I, I it's called the dual squelcher. Is the one I use at the moment, <laughs> and it, yeah, it just basically fires. It's not very powerful, but it fires the longest range of any of the. Right. So you try to keep guns. away from them. Yeah, time. as long as you keep your distance and you spot people first, you'll probably be all right. So that's my that's my tactic for ranked. Um, is to use that, and for turf war, I use use the aerospray RG, and uh, which basically covers a lot of ground and is super effective at close range. Uh, yeah, Splatoon, still playing it, still loving it. You
0: never use the rollers.
2: I have tried, and I think I just kind of suck at it. Right. There are players that are that are quite good at it, like doing the surprise tactic, and then using the um, the flinging thing that it does, which yeah. like a kind of a shotgun. Uh, which actually, if you get it just right, if you're up high, that thing has a surprising amount of range. Um, so it's like you can use it quite effectively, but I'm, I just suck at it. I I made Kippers play it. Like Splatoon, and he couldn't get to grips with the controls in a couple of games that he played. And he came up with the classic
0: swearing (laughs) at (laughs) Splatoon.
2: And he came up with the classic, uh, the the classic quote that everyone makes, as as it turns out, when they're learning the game, which is, man, roller's OP. It's like, they're really not. They're not OP, yeah.
0: That's the whole point, isn't it? Yeah, but they, but but they really are, but they're not.
2: No, they're, they're yeah, they're really not, but when you're a new player, they just seem to murder you all the time. <laughs> hmm. Um maybe it's just, you know, learning how to move in that world. As soon as you learn how to move properly, then you spot them coming and it's like, well, okay, not so much of a not so much of a threat now. Splatoon! Kicks ass. Um So the other callback we made earlier is we sort of Mentioned the Lego games, like, or I mentioned the Lego game by saying that Lego City was were pretty great. <laughs> there,
0: uh, that was a tiny mention, but yeah. Okay. It was a
2: tiny mention, but we did. And so the bit I want to come back to is that Noam and I started playing after Lego Marvel Super Heroes after I had some success of playing Lego Harry Potter with her um, in the past.
3: Okay. Like, that,
2: that game isn't as good as mm. either as I think either of those two that I mentioned. Yeah.
0: There's, there's... So fucking many of them now.
2: So the writing is still okay in that, you know, it does its slapsticks thing quite well, but now obviously all the characters talk and there's the occasional good joke thrown in there, but mechanically it's, it feels all over the shot and the actual story is all over the shot. It's like, we need to throw every character that Marvel has into this thing somehow Uh, and so it just becomes a horrible mash of now you're playing as this hero now you're playing as this hero now you're playing as this hero why are we doing this because apparently all the villains are stealing cosmic bricks and we suck at stopping them right okay uh and it doesn't tutorialize very well and then at some point you discover oh there is an open world element to this there is a hub world that i can explore and find stuff to do in with side quests that don't appear to work very well and stuff like that but that's all. it's never really explicitly said any of that and it's. But the levels seem relatively you know normal affair i suppose for a marvel for a lego game sorry like the same sort of thing get in there's stuff to find the secrets to find there's not everything you can do in your first playthrough because you don't have every ability or you don't have characters that could do those things so it becomes somewhat standard affair except it actually just generally isn't as good like as mm-hmm. what they've done before like the gameplay is kind of Weirdly more boring. It's often quite confusing to know what you're supposed to be doing. And it is quite buggy, as it turns out. We've got stuck in plenty of t- times, like actually just physically stuck in bits of oh, geometry. I've been lame. stuck in a hole and been respawning back into
3: the hole, wow. <laughs> which isn't particularly helpful. Um, wholly unnecessary. It, it is. It is. It is, uh, wholly, uh, I can't expand on that bucket.
2: Okay. Holy crap, <laughs> Holy crap. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, I've come away as feeling quite disappointed by it, because it's mm. like I've seen what they're capable of in like Harry Potter is not a complex game, but it actually seems to make the Lego formula work very well and doesn't focus on mindless combat
0: that much. Maybe they've got a B because team working on this um, stuff now and they're, they're working on, like, Lego Worlds or whatever it is and making that awesome or whatever. And they're, they're, mm. they're churning these stuff out. Because I just saw on Amazon.co.uk or whatever that there's a there's a Lego Jurassic World game. I mean, they're there just is. really pumping yeah. them out, aren't they? They well, must well, have, yeah, like, a B team.
2: It's like three or four a year or, or something. They probably have,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, they probably have, like, four teams, I reckon, given how yeah. much they're doing. Because the A team must be on, must presumably is working on dimensions, right?
0: No, no. I was thinking of the world, the 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 one that's the Minecraft one looks more impressive than Dimensions.
1: No, I don't think that's an AT thing either. That's not actually as
2: large as it seems like from what i have been reading. Really? Yeah. Mm, okay.
0: Maybe it's dimensions. Well,
2: maybe maybe one of their smaller teams that's working on worlds. Just because perhaps it's a bit of a punt that one. Whereas Dimensions sounds like it would probably do all right for itself.
0: I don't know, because like, if you like, think if you're Lego, like. Minecraft is a massive success, and like it's, I mean, Lego and Minecraft is obvious. I mean, everyone originally described Minecraft as 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 computerized Lego, right? So you'd think that would be something to really take seriously if you were gonna finally do it.
3: Yeah, maybe. I
2: don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But they must have. I reckon Trevor's tales must be enormous.
0: Right.
3: Like
2: that's that's an organization. But then, you, then we say that, they are churning them at, uh, at some point they were. I don't know if that's still true. Um, uh, yeah, but they, given that they, even though they do churn everything out, fundamentally the games are still the same structure. There's still, you have to get so many studs in the level, there's still so many things to find, the, the game is still filled with millions of characters, there's still a dude to save in every level, which in this case is Stan Lee, which is kind of neat. Um Mm. They're always the same game, really, under the hood, and they always have been since Lego Star Wars. But then they broke that tradition with Lego City, which, yes, it still has the same core, but the way it was written, the way it played, and its open worldness sort of showed a spark of ingenuity. Mm. It's like this is okay. This is the best one of these you've ever done. Carry da- carry on down this direction, and you'll be all right. And they haven't. They've kind of forgotten that that happened. Mm. Um, I mean, that let's not forget that that, ha- that happened, I think, before Lego Movie came out, and it still has that same style of writing and that same level of humour, and is mm. probably just as good, yeah. you know, writing-wise. And it's, it's like, that's what you should be doing. Don't make this. <laughs> Presumably don't make Lego Jurassic World. I don't know. It's...
0: I'm guessing so. Fail.
2: Yeah, so it's, wow. that's quite disappointing. I don't know how long we'll stick with that before Gnome will just have had enough. Probably not much longer, to be honest. Um, and maybe I'll take it up in solo to see if it works a bit better single player. But as it stands, I'm not, not feeling, feeling it. And it's one of those things where annoyingly, obviously you go, it can't just be me, right? So you then go and check the Steam reviews, which of course has everyone just saying, yeah, this is the best Lego game I've played. And it's like, great, you're going no help.
3: Yeah, not helpful at all.
2: You obviously haven't played the Wii U version because no one has.
0: <laughs> well, legacy on the uh, cover? Yeah, yeah, I mean no. that's the best one, clearly. <laughs> yeah, but that's the most different one probably so far.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's the
2: one that stands out. So there's that. Um, I also, after being somewhat mediocre about Castle Storm, have continued to play that for some reason i'm not 100 sure why it is just mindless i suppose maybe there's that to it that it's just you know something to do but i got to the point where i thought "Oh, i'm getting i'm actually getting quite near the end of this campaign and then the game pulls a horrible curveball and say no actually that that's only campaign one of four and it's like sorry what <laughs> like hmm. so me finishing this thing suddenly has become perhaps infeasible It's like there's a, it was kind of a neat bait and switch in a way, but it's like just this can't. There isn't enough to this game to warrant four times as much content as I thought there was. Or it's not four times as much content. The other campaigns aren't as long. But even so, yeah. So I don't know. Knowing me, I will probably still pick at it occasionally. But I'm. uh, It yeah. It's just weird that it's as big as it is. But I suppose that's true of any free to play game, right? You just—if you check in with something like Angry Birds now, like how many (laughs) goddamn levels does must that have? You say free to play, but (laughs) it's only technically free to play. I thought Angry Birds. No, yeah, actually, actually, proper Angry Birds isn't free to play, I guess. But like Angry Birds Seasons is, (laughs) and that still gets like level updates. Castle Storm technically isn't free, right? Well, it was, but isn't anymore yeah, it's only because of games of gold
3: yeah it's only
1: because
2: you have a gold account not yeah. that
1: you wouldn't have a gold
2: account no but it's not like it's it follows the same sort of structure as free-to-play games is the thing just about the hey you can actually spend money to buy more things it actually doesn't it doesn't have any of that but it has that same sort of mobile game structure I suppose to how the levels work the five-star system and uh, and all that stuff Uh and that pretty much every mobile game I've tried to play always seems like it's way bigger than it needs to be. Like, it's like, yeah, it's just too big. Too many levels. Not many of them actually introduce much. You know, that kind of stuff. So Castle Storm, which actually has reminded me about what this month's game with gold is on Nextbone, if anyone's interested. <laughs> no? Go on. Well, okay, there's a mildly interesting part of this. Mildly in interesting. And that it's Assassin's Creed 4, uh, Black Flag, is is the All game of right. gold this month, which signals the first, I suppose, what you would call a full title to be a game of gold on X-Bone. Like, you know, a, a full retail disc, like a $60 game, I suppose. Um, So maybe we're starting to see that. Maybe that will start becoming the norm now. That... No, they actually have some. Yeah. We. Now that they have some that are like nearly two years old that they can start pulling from. Um, so, X Bone Games of Gold becoming proper full games, I suppose.
3: Well, that's a interesting. Mildly interesting. Mildly
2: interesting. Cool. Uh, two more things on my list. Uh, one of which was South Park The Stick of Truth. I've started playing that.
0: Oh, yeah. What do you think so far?
2: It's so South <laughs> Park.
0: I really I need mean, that.
2: And and not even in the in a in the, in like the best possible way. It is such a recreation of the show that it's, oh, it's really good, is basically what I'm saying. Like like the the writing is top notch, it is the, as good as the show. The the setup is pretty much as bizarre as you would think it would be. Um like uh using your farts as a weapon with Cartman calling them dragon shouts is funnier than it should be
3: mm-hmm.
2: by a long shot <laughs> uh de- defending the shitty walk from from mongolians funnier than it should be um i don't know how they get away like, with
0: those racist jokes yeah <laughs> They're so i really
2: don't i really don't it's it is it, yeah, yeah the game is, is is just as bad as the show when you use mr slave's summon for the first time you're just like oh god they went there you mean right. oh that is that is really bad <laughs> there are there are plenty of moments like that and it's if you like the if you like south park and you like how far it goes with it there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't be playing this Dang. i mean the rpg elements are somewhat simplistic shall we say and it does the same sort of things that every rpg game does i suppose but just changes the names of things like instead of poison you get grossed out <laughs> and uh um th- and which which is especially funny when you're going against ginger kids and like whenever you get attacked by them your character gets totally grossed out by it um <laughs> <just>
3: so ginger.
2: <laughs> yeah stupid things like that and then when you realize you know that actually it's like what is happening in this game is that the kids are basically just beating the crap out of each other like butters is carrying around a fucking hammer and hitting people around the face with a hammer, and you're like, oh, this is actually happening in this world. Okay. <laughs> like, It's like your character, for the most part, has a cardboard sword, but no butters, it's just using a hammer. It's, it's really stupid. Uh, It's great. Recommend. I haven't played that much of it, like four, maybe five hours of it, but so far,
0: I'm having a ball. So far, you're loving it. Sweet.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, the last thing that I have played, which is a convenient segue for Zach is dirt rally. Woo. You bought it. I I have been playing it. Yeah. And I've been playing it with the wheel. It feels good on a wheel. I can tell I can confirm that much. Uh, my old sidewinder is getting some more use. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, I do like the direction they're going with it. I think it has a lot of promise, uh, But I have to be aware that it is early access, and as a result, I think it does have problems that I think or hope will be fixed. Mm -hmm. So this isn't necessarily, you know, you shouldn't take this as a criticism of the game as full. I think these are things that are possibly still uh, ironing out, because they are kind of crucial to the game, really. So I I have the occasional, I think there are points where the pace notes are either broken or wrong.
0: Yeah, they get broken in places.
2: timed really badly in places. Mm. Um, uh, And I don't think there's any one particular stage that is worse than others. I think it just occasionally No, there are definitely some where it's
0: it's definitely bust. Isn't there, aren't there, Zach? Yeah. Like, where it's, like, consistently Uh, bust. There was that last
2: patch where it actually fucked
1: one of the stages up completely, Mm. where it, like, repeated the same note twice every every quarter. Oh, um, yeah, that's pretty bad. For some reason. But they fix that. There's yeah. like there's
2: a there's just some pace notes that I just think are wrong, but maybe that's still an opinion. Thing. I, I think are yeah. or I think more to the point, I think it's annoying when the game is actually missing a detail about a turn that would be critical. I mean normally it's very detailed, but there's there's one particular corner on Greece that I really think should be marked as slippy. Like because you you take it at the speed that it sounds like it should be. It's a three right or it's a turn three right or something. But for some reason, whenever you take that one, the ground is unbelievably slippy on that one corner and it doesn't warn you about it. Mm. And you just suddenly slide off the course for miles. <laughs> like you don't just slightly go off the course. You go a long way off the course until you remember that that turn is there and then you deal with it. Um, and I think there are a few corners like that where it just doesn't give you quite enough info or quite enough warning about what you need to be doing um i've been having more problems recently with not getting uh, i think if, well i played the new stuff
1: the germany tracks and i think some of those they need to make the pace notes a bit earlier i'm only i've only got it on normal because i don't i think early is too early sometimes. yeah i, I, <laughs> I mean, can't think that far ahead in some no. cases. that's
2: what i mean I, i've swapped to earlier to try and get around the occasions when it's not right or not early enough um and I'm with you, and it's it, it's a little uncomfortably early, yeah. In places, I'm having to remember a little too far ahead. But I think in some but, cases, in some of some of the German tracks, that it's not early
1: enough on normal. Like it's coming too quickly, and it's especially bad because in the the German rally, it's basically really long straight and then like right angle or hairpin corners. Yeah. So you kind of need to know yeah.
2: well in advance that you need to break a hell of a lot, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah maybe that's the problem maybe like the timing before the corners are actually like always fixed when perhaps there are occasions where it should be telling you earlier than it is like, it surely can't um, be that fixed because you know they're actually properly recorded pace notes in theory uh, yeah but they mm, yeah I, the, they probably record it like properly and then fudge the timings themselves like you know I, I can't imagine that the they've taken the exact co-driver reading with timings and all because obviously they can't predict your speed that well well no i mean as the yeah, they'll have to do some work. I, I think that stuff needs work, effectively. The pace notes don't... Uh, they don't feel as polished as what we've come to see in other Codemasters games. I so mean, they sound despite, good. they can
0: good yeah, a lot of the time.
2: Despite how good the audio in the end, despite the extra detail, it's like, it's just when they're wrong, I think they come across as more wrong than how they may have been in like the release versions of Dirt and Dirt 2, So. And there was a patch note that said that they fixed the code driver sometimes
1: forgetting to say stuff if you go off course slightly oh right yeah. and i'd never noticed that before but then after that patch note i was like hang on and then it happened like, <laughs> like there was one time where i went slightly off the track in one of the Jeremy courses and he completely failed to say the next corner and i was like
2: well fuck uh well they, they they used to have the problem in the dirt games and this was in one two and three where if you used a rewind no matter how far you went back, it wouldn't repeat the instruction. <laughs> right. So you could go a couple of corners back, say, and then the co-driver wouldn't, just wouldn't bother until you got b- back to where you were. <laughs> yeah. That, that cool. was quite irritating. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously not a problem now because there's no rewinds. No. But, uh, I also, like, I don't think they'll change this, but I have a bit of a problem with how the cars handle at slow speed in that it feels way slippier than what i think a real car feels like even under the conditions that they're under but like you could be doing like 30 miles an hour and still be drifting like quite some distance and it's like on a you know a bit of mud i'm looks not that wet i'm not entirely convinced that the car would do that i think even a mini would grip better in that circumstance it it doesn't feel completely right to me at slow speed a high speed everything feels great like if you're doing corners normally, even when you get that cool like wind rushing noise as you're starting to go super fast and the car starts to feel a little unstable, that stuff is great, yeah, but when you're doing the really slow corners and you're still drifting it, that feels wrong to me
0: I think i know i think I know what you mean, yeah, definitely,
2: yeah, think I think
1: I've started to notice that I think is probably just still an inherent limit of the way car physics is programmed even nowadays in games is i've noticed it more in the german tracks is that there's just not that i don't think anyone has ever managed to really program body roll properly because you can be coming down a straight at like a hundred miles an hour, and then handbrake turn into a heaven and that would yeah. just roll you in real life. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this this leads on to my other, my final problem, actually, and this is the last, this is my last criticism because I think everything else is pretty much great, uh, other than lack of content and stuff, which you know can't really be a criticism at this point. Um, is that I think the cars are way too flip happy, like, <laughs> except for when they should be (laughs) except for when they should be yeah as you say like uh, handbrake turning at 100 miles an hour should really cause some bad stuff um but like just hitting sometimes hitting even the smallest of lumps just seems to send your car miles and it's just like that that doesn't feel right at all when that like (laughs) but there are times where yes you've severely screwed up you've hit a rock and you should be flying but there are it feels like there's more often than not you're hitting a tiny little lump and it is sending the back end of your car over the front. And it's like, no, sorry. I, I don't believe that. Well, it's just because they
1: still haven't, that's the other bit of the physics that, that no one's managed to program except for in the cases where they've started going into soft body, where it's like mm. actual impacts on the like metal structure on the underside of the car.
2: No one has ever really modelled that correctly, so you really do. I suppose just you're bat. right. I, mean, I suppose you're right. But yeah, it's just those moments where it feels like the car has just suddenly gone for very little reason. I don't, really, just, I don't really, I not really think it's too bad for flipping out. Except, I mean, it's maybe it's just the mini, which is why I've spent the majority of my time.
1: But it's just another just, problem of like that that physics effect of not really being able to model the impact on the underside side of the car, combined with like their decision of how they do like the track side, like the mounds of gravel and stuff where they are just solid objects. And because it's just like effectively jagged geometry polygons. Yeah. You sort of just go knock, knock, knock. And it has very subtle effects. Yeah.
3: So yeah, that's kind of difficult to solve. Yes. But I really like what they're trying to do. I kind of like
2: the direction of the... I like the structure of the campaign thus far. <laughs> I haven't played a great deal of it. And you is. you won't like it eventually, oh, sure. maybe it's a bit... Nothing to it repetitive. Like, yeah. And maybe that will be solved by content. And it's opinion. not just content
1: that they need. It's like it needs a better sort of structure and maybe, like, slight variances in the structure. Like, I think they could get away with maybe doing, like sometimes have rallies where you only get service areas every three stages or every four stages or something yeah maybe just a slightly mix that up yeah because that's a something they could change quite easily to just
2: mix things up a little bit yeah yeah maybe you're right i did have a couple of glitches well i don't know if they're really glitches but with the online i did an online rally yeah and on the first stage it didn't give me uh, the ability to change the setup on my car I it just some, me straight. I think into sometimes it. they don't. I mean, it depends on what like those ones are specific. Like sometimes it will give you. Sometimes well, that's what I mean. At the first service stage, I could, I could then change it. Yeah. So it's like that, that. That doesn't. If there was a rule that basically said, "Look, you're gonna have to do this in a stock car." It's the same rules for everyone. Well, Go I'm... at it. Then fine. If that was in the rules of that event, then sure, whatever. But the fact that it then gives you the option to say, "Yeah, now now screw up your car any way you want after two stages," is like
3: that's not. Right? Surely. Well, maybe it was busted. Yeah. But
2: definitely, like, the
1: the single-stage daily challenges are usually a st- stock car, because it just dumps you straight
2: into the stage on those. Yeah. Which, again, the whole thing about having a game in which you can, like, customise your car to that degree is that when you're then thrown into a car that isn't customised... Well, particularly if, if you actually odd. know what the fuck you're doing with customising a car, <laughs> if you actually have very specific preferences. Sure, yeah, <laughs> if you're going that far into it. I mean, that has happened to me in other games before i'm not using this as an example for that exactly like it's like if you go from uh say you're playing a game like forza and you're customizing your car you're getting putting all the gear on it you're upgrading it in a way that you like so it handles at the performance threshold you want just right and then you try and play go around a mate's house or something and try and play the game and using all the same cars you normally do but they're obviously stock versions because you haven't loaded your save or whatever that is a really weird experience because you're expecting things to happen that don't and things that do happen that that you would you know <laughs> whatever you know it's different and it's weird and like in this circumstance where it's your own uh, your own experience I suppose and they have the flexibility of having you to customize in every event then why not mm-hmm. you know what I mean
3: why not why not?
2: So do it, really. Yeah, uh, I, I know I've been my usual negative self, but it's a. Uh, um, yeah, I do think it's good. I'm. I'm, I'm really glad that I, exists. Yeah, I'm really I'm looking forward to where they go with it.
1: And I have yeah. to say that the Germany stuff looks nice. It looks pretty. It, I like it. I was surprised, but I don't know what it is about it in general. I think it's just because because it's like driving along like concrete roads in oh, fields you can just see a lot further
3: mm-hmm. I think
1: that actually changes the look of how you see it a lot more
3: because
1: hmm. everything else is like in Greece and, and Wales and it's like all trees right next to the cause even in Greece where you wouldn't have thought there'd be that many trees there's a, there's a few like
2: big open well you know cliffs I well suppose, yeah there's cliffs like
1: a, or trees yeah so it's like and then
2: Monaco is just cliffs or trees and then Wales mm-hmm. is just trees <laughs> like, <there's> a, <laughs> a, a couple of fields yeah that one open field and the, uh, <laughs> the well the the smelter I suppose, as they would have called it but yeah because Germany is just like a lot of fields and
1: it's all like quite flat as well so you're not like you're not on a raised road like you are in Wales with the fields going down the side you're on the same really level annoying. The fields. yeah, fields so you're like, like that actually kind of looks quite a lot different and you can play it in sunny or rain that's the two weather options for Germany okay <laughs> sort of makes
2: sense yep Rain is kind of crazy, of course, because it's actual rain, rain, not like drizzle or anything. <laughs> it's a lot of rain. I don't think I need a bigger computer to play this in a way that makes me happy. Like there, are, there's enough frame hitching, and I've got it set to on like some weird balance between medium and low in some cases, and it's still a bit framey. Um, I want it silky. <laughs> so, new computer time. Definitely looking forward to it even more. <laughs>
3: I must be done. Sorry I heard a lot, but I did. It's been three weeks. Yep. <laughs> <Silence>. <laughs> a moment of silence for Rob's
1: gaming in three weeks.
0: It's time for Zach's gaming in the last three weeks, I guess, or less.
1: Yep. Because I've got another six whole games to talk about. So you know. Boom.
2: So prepare <laughs> for this podcast to be extremely long. Oh, God.
0: You've only got another 20 minutes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's not going to happen. I should have looked at how long I was taken. Sorry. Well, I don't think it was you. It was probably the whole bit at the start. That took quite a long time. <laughs> yeah, fuck Glastonbury.
1: <laughs> so, oh, okay. I guess one of these we don't really have to talk about that much. And also, it wasn't technically just a thing that I played, but we played Quip Flash and Kippers. Oh, yeah. The that's new the thing. Jackbox thing. Hmm. It's basically the same <laughs> as like, uh, Drawful and it's, image, it's more kind or less. of
2: the same structure yeah they've changed a couple of things that make keep it interesting so you're not like
3: uh,
2: so the first major change I suppose is that they're making it more like Cards Against Humanity and that what the answer you're trying to give is supposed to be funny not like trying to be a clever lie yeah you're not trying to trick people you're just trying to appeal to people yeah yes <laughs> so as a result the game is more funny just because um, I don't know about more funny some of the answers in Finnish can be pretty funny. It can be. <laughs> I think I think that the relaxation of that rule makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, and also the scoring is subtly different, and that it's based on the percentage of other people's votes. Well, I think the like, main the main difference is that it's one on one, effectively.
1: Yeah. Because you're not you're not getting everyone's answer mm. and then picking one.
2: You're just voting between two yeah and you know you can have an unlimited size audience, which can also influence the scoring, which is kind of cool, yeah, if you're streaming it, for instance, they've made the game sort of streaming aware for that reason, or even though it supports eight players, which is pretty good in the in the in uh, you know in the first place, but to have eight players and then any number more is kind of cool, yeah, and it's meaningful having the other players
3: having the audience so it's it's neat in that respect it's funny it's worth it it's funny if you're funny that's
2: the important yeah, thing it's funny if you're funny people if you're not funny people don't play this game
1: <laughs> that's one of the things that I always thought about when I watched a few other random streams of people playing Fibbage and stuff on the internet it's just like it's theoretically good for streaming except for most people on the internet um, most people on the internet suck <laughs>
2: It's just here's <laughs> all the regular boring cock jokes. I mean there We we yeah, <laughs> I, I did play it again last night with Clips and there were surprisingly fewer poop jokes this time around. <laughs> oh the poop factor did yeah. come <laughs> in, did it?
0: <laughs> oh no, it's the poop factor. It's coming in. yes
2: That that is the problem with playing those games on the internet. It's like People just aren't funny. <laughs> well, it's just lowest common denominator of humor, isn't it? Is what you are going to come across, especially if people are playing the game for the first time, right?
1: Well, I don't know. Sometimes playing it for the first time gives you more opportunity to do not the most obvious. Because I mean, the more games we played, we came to the point where we're just like, oh, I can't think of anything funny Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> we kept getting we well, ran are, out
2: of funny eventually. Well, there are questions. But, yeah, we went for it last night when we played. It. We played it for quite a while uh, with Twitch streaming and stuff, and we went through a phase of being quite funny at first. And then went for a very large plateau, downwards plateau, I suppose. Dip, let's call it a <laughs> yeah. hole. A hole of no one's very good at this. And then right at the end, we had a few rounds that were absolute genius. <laughs> it's like, so maybe that's the curve of like your
0: quick Downward plateau. Like, downwards plateau. What's this, this geographical feature? <laughs> ne- never before seen. The downwards <laughs> plateau.
2: <laughs> like A flat bottomed hole. I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be a name for that, right? Please just call a hole.
3: <laughs> a
1: hole. <laughs> Speaking of holes, uh, like. No, but, but holes could <laughs> have, like, non-flat bases. They could. But I don't think you really, really distinguish between them, necessarily. Probably <laughs> <laughs> not. I, will, I I tried the same way, with thinking just speaking of holes, and then looked at my list to see which one of these games actually had holes. <laughs>
2: I guess it would be Terraria. Is that you have been playing a lot of that. There's a lot of holes in Terraria. Why have you been playing Terraria again? Because another fucking patch came out. Oh,
1: it's one point three. They added a whole bunch of new stuff and and some rebalancing to the old stuff. So you know,
2: play again. <laughs> I guess. Was it worth it? Uh, Pretty much. Okay. (laughs) It's still good. So why are they doing that instead of making Terraria 2? That is the question. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, who are these people who are still making these patches? Hmm.
1: What happened to Terraria 2? So yeah, that came out and I played quite a lot of it. And, well, for a change, I actually played it with someone. So that's new for me, I guess. Hmm. I hadn't actually played it in multiplayer before. Not that makes it that much different.
2: (laughs) Just yeah, build yeah. stuff faster, I guess. Sorry, I got very confused. Like, I thought you had. Oh no, wait, that was Starbound. Yeah. yeah. it's pretty simple. the
1: we ran into the classic problem of Terraria, where you can you build houses to get NPCs, and mm. then, then you know they have functions. You want the NPCs in your town to buy stuff off of them and all that kind of stuff. But you run into the classic problem of you can actually get the you get the NPC, you get the NPCs pretty quickly, and so you just end up shitting out crappy, like, here's a square with a table and a chair in it houses. Oh, I see. Right,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> and then then you're like,
2: but then you- none of the creative element really
1: comes into it. Anyway. Yeah. It's like, you really want to design fancy stuff, but because you just need these guys in your town because you want their stuff, mm. it's like, I just need to shit up a quick square <laughs> to shove them in for now. And then maybe we'll come back to that at some point in the future. This sounds like some kind of horrible Sims scenario. <laughs> Pretty much, I did ac- in one in another game I was playing. I did accidentally drown one of the NPCs because apparently they. I didn't know that they even. Well, this might be a new thing, but I didn't didn't know before that they had breath at all i'm fairly mm. sure they didn't in previous versions she just thought oh you
2: can have an aquarium or- well no I was,
1: I was digging a hole because there was this underground lake under my base and i was like i want to get rid of that so i dug in there and i just left the hole open while i was doing some other stuff and he just walked in <laughs> 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 and then he died and i was like oh shit <laughs> put, put a floor over that From the meantime while i'm busy are they replaceable do yeah they, they just respawn. okay fine after a certain amount of time <laughs> But yeah, so you end up building shitty NPC housing and then you're like, I'll come back to that at some point and then you probably never do. (laughs) Or you've just inconvenienced yourself because you've built the shitty housing where you want to build the good housing in the future so you have to like demolish it but then move them into more temporary housing somewhere else and then build a new one and then move them back in and then demolish the other temporary housing. It's just a big pain in the ass. (laughs) You just wish you could shove them all in one big room at some point, temporarily. And you can't? No. Okay. (laughs) That would be helpful. So, yeah, we played quite a lot. What happens if you try? Like, the way you assign housing, it knows if it's occupied. It defines it as, like, a room with a table and a chair and a light source. Mm. And it, like, knows the area. So, yeah, we played quite a lot of that. We haven't really... We still haven't got to the point where I've seen anything new. We've got up to the point of where we're starting to see new stuff, I guess. We've had a couple of attempts at some of the hard-mode bosses, but they are naturally very hard, Mm. as you would expect. Although I guess the thing that was different is we played in a world which had crimson instead of corruption, which is just like instead of the purple corruption stuff that used to be in terror,
2: I think it was in 1.2, they introduced like an alternate version where it's red instead of purple with different enemies. Okay. Similar effects, but just different enemies yeah, to come with it. Different okay. enemies, and, and like the related boss of that zone is different. Okay. So,
1: yeah. We is that, or is that a new boss then? Or... Since 1.2, not okay. new. new.
2: Hmm. So, yeah, we're still doing that. I expect we'll play quite a lot more of that. I suspect so too, because once you get in on something like that, Zach doesn't come out for a while. We <laughs>
1: thought, I, I thought that we were going to spend a lot more time playing Don't Stop. <laughs>
2: oh right yeah Don't but we we did play some more of that but that game just sounds like a giant pain in the ass and like not fun as a result well the thing is we had like
1: it's the sort of i guess it's sort of a classic roguelike thing of like every time we've done it we've got further before we completely got fucked because <laughs> mm. <laughs> we're like okay now we know what's going so like in the previous game I mean, I mentioned we got we got to winter and that fucked us the fir- that first time. I guess that wasn't even the first time. That was like the third time. Technically, hmm. we got the winter in that scooters because we ran out of food because we weren't prepared enough. Hmm. And then and then like the time after that, we were like, okay, we're prepared sufficiently for winter. We've got through it. Then we got the Salah, and Salah completely fucked us, because mm. what we did though is it's only in, like, if you have the expansion, which the expansion is, like, built into the multiplayer version, okay. so, like, the right. single-player, it's a separate thing you can buy, mm. whereas in the multiplayer, it's just included. But in the expansion, basically, once it gets to Sulla, everything just catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is a real problem. Wait, to, where, where in the bloody hell is this fictional place supposed to be? It's a like it's actually like some kind of hell dimension, technically. Yeah, right. Like you get pulled in there by magic at some, at, like in the story of the game, it's a weird story. Okay. But yeah, everything catches on fire, which is a real problem. You have to build this specific building, basically, that creates like an air of effect that stops stuff from catching on fire. Right. right. <laughs> and we didn't know about that, until do everything started catching on fire, and then it was too late because everything burnt down and all our stuff got destroyed, <laughs> and then we were fucked. <laughs> And then you overheat, and then you die as well. You know? So yeah, we played some more of that. We got quite a lot further. We we got as far as summer again, but then, for some reason, the, this new world that we were playing in, the map generation didn't favour us. Like, we didn't get the thing that we needed to protect us from summer until, like, literally the day before summer started. So we were just like, oh, Jesus! And then we just got there in time. <laughs> And then that was pretty much where we stopped. So it remains to be seen whether we will actually survive the rest of summer. I think that's true of all of us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> summer. It's being a big old pain in the ass at the moment. It's well hot. Fortunately, well everything hot. hasn't started catching on fire just yet. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've been pretty close a few times. <laughs> yes. I can feel it inside. So there was that. We played some more of that. Uh, there was... Uh... Oh, Infinifactory actually came out.
2: Oh, it's so so the, the uh
1: like you predicted,
3: the, yeah, the end of early patch. access
1: happened. it's the last patch where he put in two more mini campaigns and then took it out early access. Excellent. So yeah, it's finished. It, like, Another
2: game of twenty fifteen.
1: Yeah. The story as we talked about before, how it like how it seemed to abruptly end and then there was the resistance campaign and then that continued the story a bit it kind of abruptly ends again <laughs> okay like at the end end it's like oh well okay then I guess that's that <laughs> maybe that's just how he does story I guess and it's he like also co- this could be DLC uh, maybe I mean he did DLC for space Game, technically mm. although that DLC was technically like in the pre pre uh, time of the story it's like that was a prequel DLC I guess pre-cam <laughs> <Yeah>. earth <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the, the, the last two packs of Inf- Infinite Factory levels were kind of ridiculous. One of them was about, I had, like, painting, where you're, like, painting the sides of blocks, so you had to, like, rotate objects to paint different sides. That's quite and travel cool. Travel them backwards and forwards in front of a paint yeah. square. And it also introduced the sensor block that has a counter on it, so you can trigger stuff after a certain number of ah, blocks. which is what
2: you were talking about before, right? Yeah,
1: which is useful, but mm-hmm. not not that useful. Mainly because it still only triggers
2: in a pulse. That's my problem with it. Yeah, it doesn't stay on for the length of the third count or whatever yeah. it is. Okay. But that's, that's easy enough to solve if you just build a latch or okay. whatever.
1: <laughs> you can manually solve that problem to some extent. And then the last set of levels was basically building really big things, which was quite difficult,
2: as it turned out. Some of those levels were getting kind of tough. Mm. Were you limited by physical space in which you could work?
3: Was that no, just- I mean, you had a lot
2: of
1: space, but it's just like managing. I guess it wasn't so much building the really big things that was the problem. It was that like the really big things had some very specific welding problems, which are the, always the main problem. Mm. Whereas like when you're trying to weld a pillar into the middle of something, that's not really possible to do. You have to like weld it with half the top of the pillar missing and then weld the other half together because it's easier to weld two things together sideways than it is to weld like vertically mm. so those those were the main problems with that and then just like just like I said previously about the other like the teleporters in the earlier part of the campaign oh. where those had already been in space camp <laughs> it's like he also did another thing that had already been in space camp where he <laughs> snuck in a defense mission where it's like it's a sort of semi-real-time thing where you have to... Like, enemy ships are coming to attack you and you have to destroy them by targeting different sectors of the map. And, like, basically you have to send the products into different ports depending on which sector you're targeting. Hmm. Weird. So that
2: gave you, like, the toggle switch the way you can manually toggle it. So if you you basically had to build the thing quickly enough and then... No.
1: I mean, you still can pause and everything. Hmm. It's just, like, you just
2: had to set up... Like it has like one input and then like four outputs, so you just had to build a thing where you could hit toggle switches to change which output the things were going into. Okay, and I guess that yeah, it's how quick the product gets to the thing is is key yeah. to success. Yeah, you need to be as efficient as possible to make sure because the
1: products don't come the products don't come in very quickly. Hmm. So you have to make sure you're,
2: you're routing them as efficiently as possible. But at the very least, allowing them to stockpile file if you get downtime. Here.
1: Yeah, that was my problem because I couldn't really figure out a good way to do that. So I ended up like splitting the input into two and then having it so that if I if one of them wasn't being used, then it would stock file. But otherwise it just had to fly half as much. So I took some mm. damage, but it was like fast enough to cope. Mm. I don't know. There's might, might be an easier way, a more efficient way to do it or something. Because ideally, you want all of the products to go into whichever one you want. But the trouble is, sometimes you need to attack more than one angle at once.
2: Sure, yeah. So it becomes a bit of a tricky problem. But that, that means mission- you need a non-off switch before your toggle, right? So they would pile up like. <laughs> but that and is and kind that. of what I did at the end mm. for like the two separate tracks. Just had it so you can
1: shut one side off temporarily.
4: <laughs>
1: so yeah, there was that. Got through it. Cool. Finished it. It's out. <laughs> for reals for realsies play that uh goty contender (laughs) yes clearly more so than space game was i guess it has it probably is going to get my vote for best music because i like that music okay i might need to go check that out then they said they were going to release the ost but they haven't yet so we'll see okay it'll be nice if that happens Because otherwise, I don't know how you can get... You can't... Like, the guy who made the music uploaded one of the tracks onto his... Whatever music webpage he's on, I forget. (laughs) One of those services. Okay. He uploaded one of the tracks, and I was like, yeah, I I want the rest of them. And he's like, "OST coming soon. So, maybe. 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 So, there was that. Uh, (laughs) A long time ago at this point, like, almost... I think it was before even the E3 podcasts. I played Grow Home. Oh, have you? Okay, because that was in the Steam sale. I yeah. guess that yeah, that must have been approximately the same time as the E3 podcasts.
3: Oh, I might have missed that. Oh, oh,
1: so I played it, and you know, it's not that much of a game. I guess. Is it a fun experience? Yeah, it's alright. You can grow grow the giant plant. Yeah, jump around and grab shit fly (laughs) grab shit and fly yeah it's a weird like thing of just I think well it seems like one of the patches that they did quite a long time ago but well before I bought the game Mm -hmm. sort of added more game because there's like a there's a sub like you've got your main goal of growing the giant plant but now there's like a sub mission of collecting all the different objects and then pulling them into the teleporter
2: uh, some of that existed prior, from what I heard. So I think, but not, but maybe not as much as there is now. Yeah. So there's like
1: all the different objects and animals that you can pull in there to scan them, and sometimes those are difficult to get to, and sometimes they aren't really. And there's achievements,
2: obviously. There's some of those that are, you know do slightly esoteric things. So, just out of curiosity, how has that worked in regards to Steam and Uplay? Is it in Uplay? Or does it was it just never a in Uplay. That was the weird thing about it. it presumably it is now,
1: right? No. No, it's still not in Uplay. No, oh, weird. It never was. That never has been. Because it was just like they people at the time were come how weird it was like they yeah, basically kind of snuck it out without putting it on Uplay yeah. like it was some weird like mini sub Ubisoft team that they didn't notice yeah, I knew that, <laughs> that were making
2: a game I knew that was true at launch but I thought maybe they would catch up and put it on their own service or maybe there's a Uplay build that you can buy straight for Uplay well I would but... imagine there might
3: be yeah but yeah it's, got, it's Steam achievements and everything so yeah that's odd it's fine
2: so, I mean it's
1: cooler that way so, obviously
3: yeah, and
2: obviously
1: the only important thing about Grow Home is, as I discovered, there's this random bird dodo thing, which is one of the things you have to pull into the teleporter, so you like grab it and pull it around, and it kind of resists you annoyingly, <laughs> as you do. But, like, <laughs> it was hilarious and only relevant to us, but when you grab it, it totally plays sound effects that we used in one of our games. It's, it's like some ancient open-source sound effects like file that has existed since we were making games on Games Factory really? fifteen years ago. Excellent, <laughs> still exists and people are still using it. Peacock noises. Is this a contender for best audio thing then? <laughs> best audio thing. Just <laughs> what? Oh. Just because we like that hella
2: old reference to our own shit. Who doesn't like peacock noises? It's a dodo. dogs shouldn't make peacock noises. Does anyone know what a dodo sounds like? No.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Did anyone actually ever record that or?
0: I don't think they would have been able to, would they?
2: and no. dodo. No one seems to think it was a silent thing. It's a bird of some kind. It probably made some kind of... Yeah. I I Maybe it made a chicken. Wait, noise. Or you're not thinking of kiwi.
0: Probably made some sort of sound. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah probably not peacock noises. It probably didn't go...
1: <laughs> and it doesn't look like it's making that kind of noise. It's like that. I guess that's just because I associate that noise with peacocks. <laughs> Also, it sounds kind of angry compared to the thing in the game, which just looks Ah! kind of docile. Ah!
2: (laughs) Slightly less bigoggy
1: there. And there's sheep, which don't really make, they don't, surprisingly, the sheep don't have any classic sheep noise, like the, like, they haven't used the sheep noise from worms or something. (laughs) Unfortunately.
2: That'd be funny. Speaking of angry bird-like things. Oh, right. Very quick segue. Bird-like things. Yeah. And the particular thing. Jurassic World's a pretty good film. Okay,
1: not very bird-like
2: though. And they, but no, not those versions of them. No. You know, now that everyone seems to think that they're feathered and weird-looking, yeah, these are the these are traditional dinosaurs. But it's a pretty fun film. It's really stupid. It's, but, it
0: looks so stupid, though. I don't know if I could be bothered. I mean, I mean, it's it actually is,
2: but it's, but I, I kind of love that.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. You got what you wanted out of it.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Did you see Mad Max, though?
2: I didn't. I missed it. Oh,
0: man. You should have seen that. I could well,
2: convince Gnome to come see it with me. Oh, jeez. That's was... <laughs> fairly obvious reasons. I guarantee Mad that Max. would have been better.
3: <laughs> anyway.
2: Yeah, I'll have to catch up on that. Seeing as everyone seems to think it's the best film of the year. Rotten yes. Tomatoes thinks it's the best film of the year so far. Sounds about right. That, that reliable resource. Yep. Yeah. Very reliable.
1: So yeah, that was Great Home. I guess I finished the main... My problem with the Steam achievements is I finished the game and I finished like that sub-quest of putting all the things in the teleporters. But there's goddamn Steam achievements for like Glide for 30
2: minutes or whatever. And it's like... But I didn't... <laughs> I hate <toys>. those! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like if they make the, the, the trick with those is if they make those too long, then they're crap. Yeah. If they make them too short than they're too irrelevant. Short than <laughs> irrelevant yeah you need to find a middle ground so they pop like halfway through yours like either halfway through your story or at least for most people's story uh, The number of times you come across things like that and it's like well or like i think there was one in one game that i played where it's like i'll make sure you've died like a hundred times and it's like i got yeah, through the like, game and it's like well i didn't die i didn't stop awesome. that bad yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah those are bad when it's the death count but yeah those well, the, the thing about Grow Home was you can either have basically a parachute or a glider. And the parachute is just way more useful. I didn't really like the way the glider controlled. Mm. So I virtually never used it because I was always, always preferred the parachute. So I was like, I haven't even played, used the glider for
2: probably 10 minutes. Right, yeah. <laughs> so yeah,
3: that was Grow Home.
2: Don't know why that suddenly reminded me. I think it's because it's a platformer that has looks a little bit like Banjo in in some ways in my head. Like I know it doesn't, right? Trust me. But it's got that that kind of old platformy. Well, it's got polygons. Feel in my head. Yeah, it's got polygons. But the 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 price for the rare replay connect uh, collection uh, is apparently going to be twenty pounds, which isn't bad. Didn't we mention that at E three? Well, I think they. I'm not sure we knew what the price they was. They hadn't confirmed then. it. No. We just thought that that's what it we was. We assumed, yeah. Well, they no, they'd said during the conference that it was going to be $30, but the UK price is 20 quid. Right. So they didn't just go 30 quid like I sort of expected them to. They've mm-hmm. done all right.
0: Oh, I think I just heard Nicki Minaj go on stage at the end of my street.
2: <laughs> what? Yeah. At well, the end of your street?
0: Yeah, Fensley Park's the end of my street. That's where. Oh, okay. So the wireless festival is. Wireless is still on. Yeah. Oh, okay. still no, on I didn't realize tonight. you were so close. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. You should come visit sometime. Anyway. <laughs> we really should. Um yeah. So I went on Friday and Saturday, but there's a there's another date today and it's Nicki Minaj today who I couldn't really be bothered with. <laughs> Obviously.
2: <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah.
0: Well I, nothing against ass or something. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nothing against her, but Kendrick Lamar kind of beats that. <laughs> yep.
3: Anyway.
1: So, to roll back to this segue to speaking of things that are really dumb,
0: like picking yep. the mud, singing about her butt. I mean, I <laughs> well, yes, the the that too, I guess.
3: <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I
2: think it's because the door out the back is clunking and it's like I'm just looking in that general direction. I'm not looking at Gnome because of the conversation we're having that I now got. That to be stupid. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yes, I also played One Finger Death Punch because that was on C Sale. For, like, 99p. <laughs>
2: Bonus. You know.
1: And I'd seen Kippers play it before. Yep, he really likes it. And I kind of like it, too. It's pretty ridiculous. It's, it's like, quite hard. Mm. It's, it got kind of annoying later on, like, the last few levels of it. And this is, I mean, like, the lowest difficulty setting as well, Scri- I
2: what it is again, because it's a little obscure.
1: Well, you basically... You have to fight a bunch of dudes that run at you from the left or right of the screen and you click the left or right mouse button when they get close to you to punch them. But
2: oh. there's a sort of rhythm element. And... No, not really. It's not a rhythm game in any way. Is it? No. It's just like timing. Hmm. You just have to hit them in the zone and they all come at you fast. Yeah, but isn't there like certain times where it does a ridiculous move that you have to kind of time button presses to? Not take... really. I
1: mean, oh, there's yeah. there's, I mean, there's enemies that have combos where it's like you have to hit left and right mouse button in the right order maybe that's what i mean yeah. which isn't exactly timing based you just have to do it as fast as possible essentially Fair enough. <laughs> because obviously the faster the game gets the less time you have to react before you fail mm. like you you get hit if you don't hit the button fast enough so you're trying to constantly just And, like, there's enemies where it's more than even just, like, a small button copy, It's just, like, a huge chain that scrolls down the screen. You just have to (laughs) just type it in as fast as you can. (laughs) Which is kind of confusing sometimes, because you can sort of type it faster than the icons keep up. Like, it scrolls fast enough that you're always inputting them, Mm. but they don't immediately disappear as soon as you click. So you kind of have to, like look at it and just remember how much of it you've typed like you're not looking right at the bottom of the list you're looking at how far you've got into it <laughs> yeah interesting
2: I don't know if that's good or bad yeah it's kind of awkward in some is cases. that in case you screw up and you have to start that sequence again but it's still there yeah I, I guess mm-hmm.
1: but yeah so you're, you're clicking these buttons to put in the combos and fighting these dudes and it gets pretty difficult cause it, and it also has like auto scaling difficulty where if you're doing well it's Speeds everything up slightly, mm. and but the trouble with that was that by the end of the game, I guess you'd call it at the end of the map, <laughs> even in the easiest difficulty mode of free, I was still like failing enough to those only at a hundred percent speed, like it never went up again.
2: No, I see. Because I got
1: to the point where I just couldn't. I could barely handle how fast it was going anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Well, fuck! What am I going to do when I come up to the next difficulty level, <laughs> where <laughs> everything just gets far faster?" Probably. <laughs> But I got through the, at least one run through the whole map. And the map is fucking huge, also. There's a lot of goddamn levels to play just in one run through.
3: Hmm.
1: I mean, a lot of them are, are, are obviously just the same, where it's like, kill 150 dudes. <laughs> <Not you're> sure? <laughs> so yeah, you click buttons and they punch dudes. It's actually really fancy. That's the thing that I thought was really cool about it. It's the stick figure. It's the cool stick figure animation. Yes, it's the cool stick figure animation. And it's actually surprisingly like... like There's a lot of cool things that can just happen and you can actually play it in slightly more complicated ways. than I thought like w- with the enemies that have button combos where maybe it's like left, right, left or something, hmm. you don't have to... When you hit them the first time, you're not locking onto them or anything. So you're not committing to hitting all three of those buttons. So you can actually bounce off those enemies onto other enemies in between. Oh, weird. So you don't have... I mean, there are the ones that the ones that scroll, have the scrolling list, and you do lock into like, a one-on-one fight, and then you do the whole thing. But then, like, those enemies with, like, two or three or four hit combos, mm. you can just
2: bounce off them between all enemies. And... Oh, I see. So you do one of the hit, then go hit someone else, and then come back and do the, net, yeah. the next hit. That's quite cool. So that's actually really cool to, to <laughs>
1: like, chain things together. Mm. And there's other things, like you can get weapons, so you can just pick those up and they slightly extend your hit zone so you have okay. a slightly longer yeah. range. And there's also – it's a kind of a subtle thing that you don't – that takes a few rounds to, like, realize what's going on. But I'm not sure exactly what triggers it, but I think it's if you hit an enemy, like, really early in your hit zone. Sometimes it will turn into, like, a power hit where it just does, like, a... Normally, it does, like, a slightly... A slight slowdown, like, it does a special animation, and it, like, pauses slightly, so I guess that's nice just for, like...
3: Yeah. ...giving, <laughs> giving a
1: momentary pause. Yeah. But the important thing about it is when you get a power hit, it, like... You, the, it, it's sort of subtle. You see, like, this pulse go out across the screen... And what that does is it means that anything that was on the screen, you can now hit regardless of how far away it is. Oh wow! Okay, that sounds quite powerful. So you can actually use that to like hit people way far away, and like, mm-hmm. and also another even subtler version of that is, is that when an enemy has entered your hit zone, even if you do a move that causes them to go out of the hit zone, they're still targetable. Okay. So if you like if there's a guy coming from the right and he enters into the right hand hit zone but then you hit a bunch of guys to the left so you keep moving to the left hmm. so you're going further and further away from that guy to the right you can still just hit the right and go way back to where that other guy was because he was in, zone. He was in the hit zone yeah okay <laughs> interesting so you can actually do really ridiculous long range combos and then there's like weird special effects where I I, I eventually chose to have one of the skills you can equip where after you've killed a certain number of guys everyone that's on screen at any distance can be targeted so you can just like jump miles backwards and forwards <laughs> it's, it's like permanently having that power effect okay. basically and then but what's really cool about it is just like all the little things that are maybe not really relevant to how it plays but are just like subtle subtle things that like are just there for flair and you wouldn't even notice them unless you're actually paying attention and it's like wow they actually bothered to do that like like, um, random background objects spawn and they really have no purpose other than just to be things to hit people into (laughs) to make (laughs) it look cooler. Hmm. But also, if you happen to be standing in front of, like, a crate, when you do your attacks, your moves actually, like, you put your hand on the crate when you're doing your, like, crafty kick and stuff.
2: Oh, that's cool. It's, like, it's really
1: cool, but completely pointless. It's
2: just an an animation thing.
1: And it's, like, that's really cool. And another thing that you might not ever really notice is, like, sometimes if you kill an enemy who's carrying a weapon the weapon flies into the air and like, you can grab it out of the air if you're close enough. Mm. But sometimes when the weapon flies out of the air, another enemy will grab it as if
2: they're passing underneath. And then they get the weapon. (laughs) That's cool. Huh. This seems like they've thought of a lot of ways of making a relatively simple concept. Pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: It's like, it makes it look a lot cooler as well, where it's just like all these little subtle things that are happening. And uh, you know, a lot of shit is
2: happening on screen at a time because <laughs> it's kind of insane
1: so yeah that's pretty cool it's a decent little mini game that sounds cool it's probably easily worth 99p yeah
2: definitely <laughs> one finger death punch happy sound recommend
0: yep check it out right now
2: and that was pretty much it at last Woo!
0: there we go so uh, you were I...
2: playing GTA again by the sounds of it then
0: oh totally I've been playing it I've been doing heists it's been fun Still crashing occasionally, but it's an amazing <laughs> looking game. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what, what did I do? Oh, the very Weather heist, the one with the ship and the one with the, the one that's like out of, um, what's that film? Heat, where you hit the, truck on the side and knock it over and then oh up. cool yeah. yeah that was fun It's it, it was a lot more manageable with the PC controls I, I remember on the console being like oh I'm switching between guys all the time and stuff and not and I, I used to just stick with one guy or whatever and it's trying to encourage you to switch to make the most out of it so you could got a bit more creative this time with switching you know because there's one guy up on the top who's like covering with sniper and you can do the sniping mm. or or use the rocket launcher or whatever and then it's yeah. like, oh, now the helicopter switch to the other guy, etc. So, that worked better. <laughs> because you can see more clearly what the hell's going on than the PC. And you can aim faster. And you can yeah. aim a lot faster, yeah. So, it's just a lot more fun. Yeah, that game's super cool.
2: Yeah, still, still do kind of want to play it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm probably over halfway big.
0: through the story again, I would say. Yeah, it's quite long, but yeah. I mean, you probably need a... You probably need your new PC, I think, Rob, for the for probably. craziness. Yeah.
2: Given how high I've seen, yeah, how, how you can set some of those settings.
0: And... Yeah, I mean, it runs great, apart from the fact it crashes occasionally. I think that's <laughs> just my, my system, though. I don't think anyone else has any problems with it. I think it gave me a message saying, like, oh, maybe you need to reinstall the game. I was like, well, I could do that. Maybe I'll give that a go. I don't want to lose my, oh, my so, safety. So it's,
3: sort of,
2: so it's sort of new. Yeah, I don't think this is right. The yeah, it's, it
0: knew kind of... what went wrong, I think. It was mm. like, I can't remember what it was, but I don't know what's causing it. But anyway, never mind. But yeah, they've talked it, it. You should definitely play it sometime, Rob. Yeah, I feel like there's no way you're going to like it as much as I did, though. But but I th- I like it much more oh, this round than I did. Yeah. Um, I think when I first played it, I don't know what it was about it, but it was kind of it was cool, and I liked the multiple character stuff. But I, d- I didn't think it was as good as like Red Dead, and it probably isn't on balance. But it's an amazing game, regardless.
2: Yeah, it it sounds more like the GTA I might want to play I reckon thing so. compared to previous entries.
0: Like, the, the car handling is pretty tight and nice in this one. It's a lot of fun to just drive around. And there's loads of nice yeah. cars everywhere. Like, I remember in GTA 4 waiting for ages trying to find a freaking car that... <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Do you know what I mean? To steal. But I mean, just it's not to steal some,
2: some terrible truck that just happened to be nearby.
0: <laughs> exactly, so. yeah. It's not so bad. You've yeah, there's it, a lot of cool cars. And yeah, it take a
2: while for it to even start getting any semblance of, you know, fast cars. I guess. Or...
0: In four, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And you get them almost. In fact, the first thing you do in GTA Five is steal a really cool fast car.
2: I just guess it's because you're already rich, right? You already have access to these things.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, one, you start one, off as yes. though. Yeah. yeah, one of the characters. Yeah.
3: Yeah. GTA Five. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, It's a game.
0: And this has been a podcast. Has we didn't run podcast. over that badly, I don't think. Did we?
2: No, we did all right. We did all right. <laughs> Fairly shat through all my games. Yeah. Thank you. My bad. I, I still need to learn to be quicker.
0: No, no. We Slightly need to get the over quicker, probably. But there you go. Cool. Uh, thanks for joining us, listeners. Uh, catch you next time for more salad casting, And uh, in the meantime, check out our YouTube channel, Happy Salads. Shit, there's Happy Salad there. (laughs) (laughs) Happy (laughs) Salad (laughs) shit. That famous podcast channel. No, it is just Happy Salad, isn't it? I can't remember. Uh, The YouTube channel, yeah, it's
2: called Happy Salad. Although I did realise, corrections column, that I may have been getting the address for the YouTube channel wrong for a long time if I said the address in full. Got that. Because Happy... I don't want to give them particularly no. any, any advertising, but Slash Saladcast isn't us. Slash Saladcast is the other... the other, Those other pastors. The UKIP supporters. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, fuck them.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Sorry. Anyways, we, are, we are Slash The Saladcast.
0: Yeah.
2: You, so you always uh, put
1: it on screen anyway. So I
2: don't, actually. The YouTube address I don't give. I just say go because you're, you're, you're already on it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, You don't really need it. to. Well,
1: you should probably just start putting it on there.
2: Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe <laughs> I should add it. To the... Just to be safe. Yeah, But then I'll yeah. say it wrong. Because <laughs> I always
0: do. So check that out. The there'll be more videos. Maybe there'll be some involving me at some point in the future. <laughs> but so... to re-dive, check out Robert Zach's awesome videos and we'll catch you for another sidecast in a couple of weeks.
3: Damn video hype. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's
0: actually done. Nope. Classic.
3: Yep.